0: Hey, guys, 30 and still gaming here. I just want to let you know that if you have been enjoying these podcasts that we've been doing since May of 2015, you might like to support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain the future episodes. You can help us out as for little as 99 cents per month, 4 per month or nine ninety nine per month. If you do the top tier one, we the creators get 13% more per dollar. Now, you do not have to donate anything at all. They're free and always will be free, whether you watch us live on Mixer.com slash 30andStillGaming or later over at YouTube.com slash 30andStillGaming or listen to us right here on your favorite audio podcast platform. But if you have enjoyed at least even one of these episodes, you might want to help us out. The link is in the description below if you would like to support us. I do appreciate everyone listening and hope you enjoy the content we have been creating over the years and look forward to doing many more. Enjoy the show. Combine they have over 65 years experience. Join them each week as they discuss and write about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. <laughs> Join me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro?
1: almost choked on my coffee. <laughs> Good lord. We almost, That's caffeine directly into the lung. We almost lost Sarge there. We almost lost Sarge.
0: Oh Th- those of you uh, <laughs> that are not watching live right now, because this episode is being recorded locally, because my internet provider is down the road right now working on the internet and cutting me off. So I, I, I can get Sarge, but I can't go live um, because of the stability of it. So if you're watching this, you can come on over to youtube.com 30 and still gaming. You can also listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Anchor.fm. Make sure if you're listening to this on any of those platforms, you can hit up a review, like, share, subscribe, or wherever you're, you, you are. Uh, appreciate you listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. On today's show, we're going to be talking about the Game Awards. The Game Awards are on December 12th. So we are going to go down, break down, and I was going to have the chat vote as we go. But now, there is no chat on this episode. So we're going to talk about the Game Awards. we we're, we'll ta- we're going to talk about Google Stadia. We're going to talk about the Season of Destiny, where it is right now, uh, and what happened and where it's going to go. We're going to talk about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Sarge has not played it, but I played it and completed it, and I've 100%ed it. So uh, we'll talk about that. Um, Valve announced Half-Life, so we'll bring that up. And then also uh, the Avengers game. We're going to talk about the Avengers game. And if we have time, we'll talk about the status of movies that the, another one bombed. And there's another one coming up on t- into the batter's deck right now, <sighs> re- ready to get up to the step of the plate and see which one bombs or not. So if we have time, we'll talk about the movies. Um, again, Generation X Gaming, every Thursday night. Uh, next week we'll be, we will be off because it's Thanksgiving here in America. So uh, next Thursday we will not have a show. We'll see you in two weeks after this episode. So I do appreciate you guys coming out and watching. All right. So let's start off with Jeff Keeley's 2019
1: The Game Awards. Is that is that what they're calling it now? Jeff Keeley's award show? No, but came
0: that's, by himself. That's, that's what it is though. It's. A, I find it funny. I, I watched. I watch Doctor Disrespect every once in a while. Uh, his videos on YouTube. I can't watch him on Twitch anymore because every five minutes there's an, an assortment of bounds of, of ads. Right, and I get it. So I'll just watch his YouTube clips. So I'm watching his YouTube clips, and uh, he just won Streamer of the Entertainer of the Year, right? In in the another award show, right? So he has a, a thing, and he, he, he plays a he plays a little joke. He like his phone rings. He picks it up. He's like, Hey, yeah, what's going on, Jeff? Jeef. Jeff? Jeff, Chief, he's like whatever, right? Like he's just making fun of Jeff Keighley, and uh, so he's like, yeah, 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 we'll we'll tune in. So he he it cuts to Jeff Keighley announcing the nominees for Entertainer of the Year, and he announces five people, and Doctor Disrespect is not one of them, right? And he just won Entertainer of the Year in a different award show, and he wasn't even nominated for this award show, so he just. You, you see Doc's like, like making all these faces. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna get you, Jeff. Like, he's,
1: he's all, he's all pissed and stuff. It's pretty funny. A, it's pretty funny. It's a nuttiness, man.
0: Yeah. How do you, how do you win entertainer of the year on one award show and then not get nominated at all for, for the next? because award there's di-
1: there's different circles of nuttiness going on that's why it's not one it's not one to rule them all it's it's, no, it's know, different it's just... media different media things have their own thing going on yeah it's just it's just funny to me one's one's like, voted by the people I mean it, if, by... if the if the people are voting for the games for game of the year like just like for example then you can't have multiple award shows from anywhere else it's like everybody who plays video games is now voting for to see who what game is winning all right so this not, is not this group over here this, this is everyone here.
0: always asks how is this voted So how are the nominees selected for the game's awards? Nominees are the most category of game awards are chosen by international jury of over 80 global media influencers. Outlets selected their history of critical evaluations of video games. The full list of outlets is available here. Each voting outlet completes a confidential, unranked ballot based on the collective and deserved opinions of the entire editorial staff, listening uh, out in the top five choices of each category. Ballots are tabulated, and the five games that appear in the most ballots are, are put forth as nominees in the event of a tie, a sixth one uh, or more nominees will be announced in the category. Game Awards producer Jeff Keeley is not a member of the jury and does not vote on the nominees. Um, It says, why do you use a jury to select the nominees given to a sheer number of games released each year, as well as an extended time required to a full evaluated products. The voting outlet approaches allows the wildest possibilities, critical uh, uh, assessments, the ballot submitted to the game, Awards representatives to collective opinion and the entire outlet, not one individual's point of view. So there you go. And then, how do they select the winners? The winners are determined by the blend vote between the voting jury of ninety percent and the public fan voting of ten percent. So fans can vote their favorite games once every twenty-four so, hours. So, so basically, the they, they game put awards. the electoral
1: college. They put the electoral college into video <laughs>
0: games, but they didn't tell anybody. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. So that's that's basically what's happening uh, there. So um Let's go. Let's see. If you you, the
1: people who actually play the games vote counts, but not that much,
0: <laughs> right?
1: Right. The ones that are actually playing the video games, the ones that, that we're the ones that decide whether or not a game should have a sequel or not, because how much how, we, how much we buy it, right. our vote doesn't really matter as much, right? That right. Makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, you know what? Love? Don't even get me started this early in the show. Let's, let's just move on to, to, uh, to, to the actual nominees. Hold on, hold on one
0: second. Cause I'm, I'm, I think my, my audio is ducking yours. So give me one second filter.
1: No, I guess it's not. Well, we won't be able to know because there's nobody in chat to tell us. Right. That's all right. So you could be talking, nothing be coming out. And it's just, you only not hearing me talk. No, I, I That's checked, right. I checked before. We're, we're good. We're good there.
0: Um, <clears throat> all right. So, let me bring this up on the actual screen. All right, so Game of the Year. Game of the Year nominees are Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil, Sekiro, Super Smash Brothers, and The Outer Worlds. Okay, so there's six of them there. They said five, but six, there was a tie. So in your opinion, Sarge, what game do you think will win Game of the Year?
1: All right, well, once again, the, the people's votes don't matter as much, Right. Oh, so only I'm going to I'm going to have to say I'm going to have to say it's probably going to be between Control and Super Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Right. I would like it to be Outer Worlds, but all that is is a better rendition of Fallout. And so they wouldn't be able to pick that one. Besides, Bethesda might have a conniption if, if Outer Worlds actually got game of the year after they already made the game just like it.
0: So based on it's recognizing the game, it delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. I have to. I, I like Outer Worlds. I think Outer Worlds should be in this. In this is nomination. I don't probably Control. I don't think it's going to win. Outer Worlds. I don't think it's going to win. I think it's either going to win is Sekiro,
1: or Control. I think Control.
0: And I'm going to go with Control just because of the sounds, the acting, the the just the technical stuff. So I'm gonna I'm gonna click there. It's it's
1: it's art. It's artsy enough. Right. It does a good job of it to be well rounded. What
0: the what the fuck is this?
1: I got to do this every single time I I,
0: I vote for God's sakes. All right, action game. We have Apex Legends, A Sterile Chain, Call of Duty, Devil May Cry 5, Gears 5, and Metro
1: Exodus. Am I, am, I write, am I writing this stuff down, by the way? No, no. Well, you yeah. have to write yours down. I'm voting on mine on screen. All right, so I'll, I'll, I'll keep track of my own. Here, though. if
0: you want to do it this way, Sarge, just put... Right. No, no, listen. Just write the the title, like action game, and then just write one through five or one through six, right? So just put your number down and I'll know what it is.
1: Like what I voted for right now. Yeah.
0: Instead of writing the name, just put like, if I, if you say apex, it'll be one. If you say devil may cry, it'll be, it'll be four. You understand? Okay. okay. All right. So I'm going to go with action game. There's apex legends, uh, a sterile chain, call of duty, devil may cry five Gears five and Metro X is action game from the best game in action genre. Focus primarily on combat. Which one do you think will
1: take primarily it? on
0: combat? That's what it says. It says primarily the genre <sighs> focus primarily on combat.
1: I don't know, man. I mean, the, the 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 they're focusing on the combat version of the actual of the of the game. That's the category for the best game in the action genre focused primarily on combat. activision is getting shit on all fucking year probably they're gonna win
0: (laughs) i like how you hear your your thought presses on who's gonna win based on other things
1: yeah that's how it works yeah yeah. that's how it works i i mean if i if if they if all things were equal if all things were equal i would probably go with metro exodus because i think it's a more interesting combat with the with the with the uh quick time and the Having to have to do, switch out weapons close because you got close combat. It's it's more of a story-driven. Gears Five been around. Did it done it right? It's just Devil May Cry is a button masher. Right. Okay. Um, Apex Legends is just a battle royale done correctly. You, you know, it's not like I, the combat's like amazing. So combat-wise, Call of Duty. Right. I'm I'm
0: gonna pick Call of Duty. It was between Call of Duty and Metro Exodus for myself. I'm gonna pick Call of Duty.
1: So what, what was this category?
0: Uh, this is Action Game, and Call of Duty is number three. So if you're picking Call of yeah, Duty, yeah. it's three.
1: Yeah, it's three. Okay.
0: All right, next one is Action Adventure Game. For the best action-adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. Now, right now, I would pick Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, Jedi Fallen Order. We but win. it's not in there. So nope. Borderlands 3, Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening, or Sekiro? Uh,
1: well... If it's if, if, if it's purposely putting the word puzzle solving in there then a lot of these are lim- a lot of these are eliminated because they don't have a lot of puzzle solving at all like well there's there is puzzle solving yeah but if they're weighing if, if you if you you're, say, you're thinking say puzzle solving title,
0: you're thinking puzzle solving like Tomb Raider uncharted stuff
1: yes but if you're weighing out puzzle solving if you're weighing that out as an actual attribute to the game then who has better who which of those is more significant within the rest of it like oh Yes, it's a it's a combat game. Yes, it's an action adventure game. They do it well, but who also does puzzle solving well in the game, right? That's what you're saying. Mm. So, mm, once again, uh, I'm gonna have to. Uh, mm, it looks like between, depending on how badly they feel for Kojima or not, I, I think it's gonna be Zelda, or Kojima.
0: I, I'm looking. At <clears throat> I'm thinking of Sekiro or Legend of Zelda legendary Zelda has the action, has the puzzle solving, has all that stuff. Right.
1: Death Stranding.
0: I'm going with Zelda. Here's the problem, right? I didn't play Death Stranding. I watched it, right? A lot of people didn't play Death Stranding. So the people that voted on this, right? You're telling me. But
1: the the people's votes don't count as much. No, no, no. I understand
0: that. that. But the jury, right? I doubt that 90% of the jury played all the way through of Death Stranding. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's correct.
1: They're only taking a sample of it. That's correct.
0: Right. They're taking a sampling of each and every single thing. Like, I'm going to go with Zelda. I'm going to go with Zelda on that one. I, I, I'm going five. That's Zelda. Okay. Art Direction. We have Control, Death Stranding, Grease, uh, Saraiya Wild Hearts, Sekiro, and Legend of Zelda. Now, out for Outstanding Creative and or Technical Achievement in Artistic Design and Animation. Again, right. Control's really good, I, but I think Grease... That's to me looking at all these games for art style, right? Grease sticks out the most to me because everything else is just kind of like, yeah, okay, it's like a post apocalyptic world, another post apocalyptic world. Like Zelda is the cartoony thing, but Grease itself to me looks, looks really artistic, right? Like, if I have to go for creative and technical achievement, I would have to either do that or
1: Death Stranding.
0: Wow, see death strain to me. Artistic design, there's nothing in the game. It's just a wide open field.
1: No, but the it's but the art design all yeah, the, the, what, he, what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, I get you. it.
0: But that would be um, more that would be more con- conceptual art than than
1: art direction. I, I'll, I'll go I'll go Greece. I'll go Greece. That's 3. Audio design. Audio design is
0: recognized for best in-game audio and sound design. Okay, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, Control, Death Stranding, Gears Five, Resident Evil, and Sekiro. Now, Call of Duty is guns, right? Like, okay, great, like explosions and guns and stuff like right. that. They, that's and not. If they, and, if they, and if they haven't figured out how to do that yet, then I already have a question. Right, that's not really groundbreaking. Right, but it's really got great, good, good sound design. Like the guns no, no, sound realistic. No, I, Everything I sounds. Know. It sounds yeah. so good. Control, they made weapon sounds and like the reverberations of things and the way certain things sounds like just, just the ambient noises that are in that game is, is really good as well.
1: I, I thought Sekiro did that well.
0: Right. Sekiro with the, with the, with the sword, ding, 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 with the, with a hitting, you know what I mean? Like,
1: and the ambient noises in the background while you play. Right. Right. I mean, gears so five. I gears mean, yeah, we gears, all know. Though. Gears is just gears. Gears Res- five.
0: And this one is the same as gears one. Right, chainsaws, bullet guns, grunting and granting. You know what I mean? Like the same. It's the same post-apocalyptic worlds under sound design. Don't get me wrong. I played Gears. I thought it was a phenomenal All story. Right,
1: so, so I'm gonna put an, I'm an asterisk by this one because
0: uh, I'm gonna, uh, I, already I'm gonna know, I already know
1: that they, they're trying to salvage Activision for the year. So it's either gonna be one or six.
0: I'm gonna go with control. Community support. I uh, just pick one because I I I'm not really. Yeah, I, I think it's Destiny. The community loves loves their their thing. Content creator of the year. Wait,
1: wait, community support? The hell kind of category that, is that?
0: That's recognized for game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness. I mean, obviously, Fortnite's gonna win.
1: Oh. But, transparency? Uh
0: probably Fortnite. Well, Destiny's pretty transparent. It tells you they they have a weekly, weekly, uh, weekly thing. They tell you what's uh, going on. Somewhat. And
1: compared to Fortnite, they all have they all have their little bit of stuff to keep back. I'm moving past I mean, it. We're Final not we're, fan- not, we're not staying. Fantasy, Final Fantasy canceled their own game yeah, in but, order to fix it. Oh, that's true. You know what? Final Fantasy canceled their own game to fix it. I'm going to I'm going to go Final Fantasy. That's true. You know, and they, uh, you know, quote unquote, listen to the people. Just pick a category. We're not we're not going
0: to stay on this one. Content creator. Just pick somebody. We're not we're not gonna we're not gonna stay on it. I think uh, I think Lupo got that one. Esports coach, I have no idea. I'm just gonna blindly I'm not even gonna look. There you go. Who does that? Great. Dan. Fantastic. Well, why are you why are, does it? I don't oh, care. The, I don't oh, care the about coach? These. Yeah, I don't care. Like, I don't, care I, about I don't these.
1: really study the coaches too hard, man.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know any of these guys. Yeah, Esports event, uh, Overwatch League grand finales, EVO, Fortnite World <laughs> Cup uh world championship league international you know league of legends i'm gonna have to go with uh i'm gonna throw this one out the tally i'm gonna go with uh, the overwatch nah, shit nah, i can't i don't think it's gonna win uh league of legends championship like what? 2019 like what championship what
1: championship is like recognized
0: the best? for a singular event across single or multiple multiple days and delivered the best class of experience for participation in in person fans and broadcasting audience i'm gonna go with league of that. legends
1: I don't know. Look, League of Legends... League of Legends has been doing it for a while. League of Legends
0: brought in more people than the Super Bowl,
1: okay? Yeah, this is true.
0: <laughs> esports Game of the Year. Counter, Counter-Strike, Counter Global Offensive, Dota 2, Fortnite, League of Legends, or Overwatch. This is the best game that has delivered the best overall esports experience to players, including the tournaments, community sport, content updates, and genre of
1: platform. I'm going to go with... Nobody has the staying power of League of Legends and Dota. Nobody.
0: Uh, da, 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 da.
1: I'm gonna go with. I mean, they might pick one of the other, the younger ones.
0: I'm gonna go with League Luke. of
1: Legends. But as far as, as far as esports game of the year, where everyone still gives a shit, League League and Dota have been there forever.
0: Esports, I'm gonna go with uh, esports host. I'm gonna click on uh, Golden Boy because he's just. His voice is just classic. He should be a wrestling guy is what he should be. Esports player. I don't know. I'm going to close my eyes here. Uh, Oh, Booga. Well, I think Booga's going to win it. That's the kid that won, uh, what is he, 13 years old? And he won the Fortnite championship. $3 million. Esports team. I don't really care about this. I'll go with Team Liquid. All right. Family game. This is a funny category, Sarge, because family game is basically the Nintendo category. Okay. It's uh, Luigi's Mansion, Ring Fit Adventure, Super Mario Maker 2, Smash Brothers, or Yoshi's Crafted World. They're all from Nintendo. They're all family games. Of course, because so family games. I, so I think Nintendo's going to
1: win this one. So which one do you think uh, will take? Well, how ridiculous is it, is it that Nintendo only has the games for family? <laughs> like that's Nobody right. has any other family games? Uh, I don't know. I'd probably Super Smash Brothers, I would guess. I'm going to go with... I mean, Luigi Mansion is good, but as far as best appropriate for family. Appropriate you know I mean? wouldn't be Smash Brothers. Sure would. Because mom and dad like to beat up on little kids and stuff while they're still playing <laughs> games. In your face! In your right. face, Timmy! Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm doing Super Smash Brothers Now, clean for sure. your room
0: if I win this match. You're gonna eat all your broccoli. Right. on Now remember,
1: plate. The, remember the kids. The, the the people's votes don't matter as much, right? So even for the fighting game, the next one, you know, I, I've I've lost track of all the fighting games. To be perfectly honest, There's I don't There's a care dead or more. alive six. I didn't even know that right. existed. I, I, don't, I don't I don't I don't follow this as much. But the rest of this, it's 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 Super Smash Brothers. Let's just be well, honest. Well, no, it was, no, because it's head to head. That's a that's a menagerie of guys fighting. You said head to head. No, head to head, head to head combat meaning two people. Yeah, like know, me it's versus cluster, you. But Super Smash Bros. No, no, no. a cluster. No, no, me versus you, not the characters in the game. No, no, I understand that, but Super Super Smash Bros. is not two guys fighting against each other. No, no, no. It's a six-man brawl. Correct,
0: head-to-head. Meaning, if I'm playing Smash Brothers and you're playing Smash Brothers, the game with two head-to-head people fighting each other. doesn't matter uh, about how many people not, are in the game. Smash
1: Brothers, not Smash Brothers. All right, well, I'm picking Smash Brothers. If the, if the hardcore people are still here, they're, they're going to probably pick Mortal Kombat or Dead or Alive.
0: I, I find it funny that the next one, Fresh Indie Game, presented by Subway. <laughs> the indie game is Za-Oom. Uh, we have Nomaded Studios for Grease. We have uh, Dead Toast Entertainment for uh, my friend Pedro. We have Morbius Digital for the Outer Wilds. We have Mega Crit for Slaying the Spire. And we have House, House for Untitled... Goose Game. I'm gonna go with Outer Wilds. I watched a lot of that game, and it, it's 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 fin- it's it's awesome. I want to actually play it. It's on Game Pass, so I'm gonna go with Outer Wilds as the uh, the winner for that for indie game. Best Game Direction Award for outstanding creative vision and innovative game for direction and design. Game Direction. We have Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil, Sakura, and Outer Wilds.
1: I don't know, man. I'm gonna they might go. feel bad. They they might feel bad for the Kojima because it, only Americans don't like that game. The rest of the world's Dad, fine with it. That's
0: that's not true. It's not well, true.
1: The, the, the hate the hate mostly comes from America. But the hate look, mostly comes from America. The two
0: worst ratings was from New Zealand and from Australia. Okay, so America didn't give it the worst ratings. I'm gonna go with Our Wilds for the same exact thing. Game direction. That game is just really. Good looking. I mean it has Death Stranding. You could I watch the whole thing and I'm confused. I watched the whole thing and, and yet you're like, okay, great. Don't get me wrong. It seems like a great game. It seems very artistic and I'm I'm glad that he got to make the game that he wanted to make because the, the company didn't didn't hold him back. But for game direction, I'm gonna go out of wilds.
1: Game direction. These categories get worse every year. You know that, right? they're the same every year. Yeah, but they get worse. They get worse. Games for
0: impact. For thought-provoking game with pro-social media meaning for, uh, or message. We have Concrete Jean, uh, We have Grease. We have Kind Words. Life is Strange 2. And Sea of Solitude. Now, I've seen Life is Strange. I've seen Grease. And I have saw that, that game, Sea of Solitude, I have yet to play it, but at uh, E3, where that girl was in the boat, and it... Thought-provoking. Yeah, thought-provoking, yeah. Kind Words, I hear, is a very good game, but I haven't seen any of it. So, my instinct wants to say Kind Words, but Sea of Solitude, I feel, has a emo- more emotional thing, because the girl on stage sold it, though. None of these other people... Stood on stage and sold it to me. Cia Solitude is a person that felt like overwhelmed and uh, um, what's it called? Has a lot of uh, mental health issues and stuff like that. So I'm going to go with Cia Solitude just because uh, it's unfair. Basically, she sold it to me and I was like, all right, that sounds really good. And then I think it's pretty cool looking. Independent game for outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside of traditional publisher system. We have Baba is You, Disco Asylum. We have Katana Zero. We have Outer Wilds, and you Untitled Goose Game. I still think this one's Outer Wilds. I'm going to go with Outer Wilds as well. Outer Wilds, man, it's just a it's a really good game. I really want to play
1: it. Mobile game, I really don't care, so uh, just, just pick one. Well, you can't just pick one because you know which one's going to win because they want them to For feel the better about themselves. best game playable on the... De- on a dedicated mobile device for the right, best game them... playable on a device. Yeah, take it just take a good look at the games real quick, Mike. Take a look at the take a look at the nominees and which one do you think will win? Well, you you think Call of Duty is going to win. That's correct.
0: I, I don't think it's going to win for the best game of a uh, playable on dedicated
1: mobile device. The best game playable, best game playable on a mobile device. Nobody is downloading and playing the rest of these games like a crazy some that that's they're not playing true. Call of Duty.
0: That's not true, but it doesn't matter how much they're playing. Remember, the person that's voting is not the player. Yeah. It's only and, 10%. And I'm
1: aware. And I'm aware. And, and, and Activision needs a little pick-me-up because, you know, they got beat up all year. Yeah, they're fine.
0: Children of the Light is what I'm going to pick. Multiplayer game. For outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op and massively multiplayer experience, uh, representative of game genre or platform you have apex legend wait a minute multiplayer game oh multiplayer okay borderlands 3 i had to think about that for a second call of duty modern warfare tetris 99 and tom clancy's division 2 what division 2 got nominated for something so wait multiplayer uh. game where's destiny destiny didn't get picked
1: Right, somebody else's turn. Well, why, is the, why is the Vision on there? It's going to be Borderlands 3.
0: I mean, Tetris 99 is always online. You're constantly playing with 99 other people.
1: Uh-huh. Sure, sure.
0: Uh, for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay. Borderlands 3, everyone I watched played solo. Everybody I watched played solo. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to go with. Um, I'm gonna go with Apex.
1: You're wrong, bro. You're it's, wrong. It's,
0: it's alright to be wrong. I'm gonna go with Apex. You're wrong. Narrative for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. We have the Plague Tale, we have Control, we have Death Stranding, Disco Asylum, and Outer Worlds. Oh, man, a narrative game for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. Plague Tale's good.
1: Plague Tale was good. Yeah. Death Stranding is just confusing. The, the question is, is there, are they going to give it to a, a lower a lower group is the question. Are they going to give it to an indie game as opposed to giving it to a mainstream? I
0: mean, technically, Kojima's Death Stranding is an indie game. He's a new studio. He's an independent. This is true. Yeah. Outer,
1: Outer Worlds has a good story, though. Outer Worlds is it's a really humorous. good game. Yeah. It's a humorous. I'll, I'll give it to Outer Worlds just to see if we can spit into Beth- Bethesda's face for one more I'm gonna year. I'm going
0: to go with The Plague Tale. I think that's going to win.
1: You know, narrative, like, you, you know why the rest of those games aren't on there, so we don't even need to discuss that one. Ongoing
0: Game, Award for the Game to Outstanding <laughs> Development of an Ongoing Content that Evolves the Player's Experience Over Time. Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy, Fortnite, and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Now, Yeah, this, this looks kind of, this looks like kind of packed, based bro. Based on the, the title, Award to Game for Outstanding Development on Ongoing Content that Evolves the Player's Experience Over Time. I'm gonna go with Final Fantasy. Uh, I, I mean, know. wait a minute. Where's the fuck is Prison of Not Prison. Uh, Path of Exile. Where the fuck is Poe?
1: Yeah, I don't know if those games count on here. Why? I I can't pick Destiny. I can't. It's, it's not
0: Destiny. I can't pick it. It's not Destiny. If if this if this is if they just made this voting process just one week later. And they saw the fucking thing that just happened in Destiny Now this week. They would take it out of this category.
1: Ongoing game. I'm going to go
0: with Final Fantasy. or
1: Why isn't Elder Scrolls on there? I'll
0: tell you what, though. Fortnite.
1: Why isn't Elder Scrolls right, on Elder Scrolls, there?
0: Right, Elder Scrolls.
1: Prison of how come, Elders. How, wait, how, wait, even better. How come Warframe isn't on there?
0: Yeah, there's a lot missing on right? this thing.
1: Like how, how, how is Apex Legends on there? Because you made a new skin? What are you talking about? Right. What are you guys talking about for outstanding development of an ongoing content? Now, Fortnite and Apex Legends is an actual choice. Fortnite—they've evolved their whole game,
0: right? The map constantly changed no and doing all that, that no stuff. You no, no, no. I'm saying that they they might win it. Fortnite might win it. I mean that the the year end event to go to season two was like or uh, year two whatever the fuck it's called. I was like, what the hell's going on? It was amazing. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with Final Fantasy though. Final Fantasy. Performance, I don't care. Just uh, pick an
1: actor. The, Ashley, redhead. Ashley, go for Ashley, the redhead.
0: Ashley Birch in Outer Worlds is really good. You
1: gotta uh, pick the redhead.
0: I have to pick the redhead?
1: I have to pick the redhead. You can pick whoever you want. I, mean, I'm no picked, I, I have to pick the redhead. That's how it works.
0: I, I'm gonna go with...
1: I'm gonna go with... Yeah, but are you, you're making me write down these numbers... But if they're not in the same order when they come out, how the hell are you gonna know?
0: That's a good point. It should be it should be like this because this this site's not gonna change. Doubt it. Doubt it. We're <laughs> gonna find out though. <laughs> it's all right. Ashley Birch. I'm gonna kill Ashley Birch. Role, role pl- playing game. Role Here playing game for the best yep. game design with rich player character, customization, and progression, including massively multiplayer experience. Disco asylum, Final Fantasy 14, Kingdom Hearts 3. Monster Hunter World, Iceborne, and Outer Worlds, role-playing game. Role-playing, role-playing. Why is Kingdom Hearts there? I guess Kingdom- I have no idea. I have a question. No I have a question. Not a role-playing if game. If Kingdom Hearts is there, that means any game that you play Action. as a single-player game would be no. considered a role-playing game. If Kingdom Hearts is here, well,
1: they keep they keep they keep moving the they keep moving the goalposts when it comes to role-playing. A role-playing game means that it, in the game itself. You can portray multiple characters in multiple playthroughs to decide how you want your character to be. That is not Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom that Hearts, is not Monster Hunter. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, I don't no. even think that's for Final Fantasy. Monster so Hunter. So really, it's probably no. going to be Disco Asylum or Outer Worlds. Well, no, no, because Final Fantasy, <coughs>
0: Final Fantasy, you can create a character like you. Like you can make it look like you. You're role playing as a thing. Monster Hunter, you can do the same thing. You're customizing. Oh, no, that. Hold on, you're customizing your character to be part of the role playing, right? Kingdom Hearts, you can't do that.
1: That's the character. Yeah. That is the character. I'm gonna go Outer Worlds on this one. <sighs> it's the only role-playing game on there. Actual role-playing. I'm gonna go with it as well. All right, score and music. Um, half the half the games that belong on here aren't even here. Cadence of
0: High Rule, Death Stranding, Devil May Cry, Kingdom Hearts, and Wild Hearts. Uh, I'm gonna go with Death Stranding. The soundtrack on that was really good.
1: Uh, it seems like a sandbag co- uh, category, but that's fine. Sports and racing game.
0: You have Crash Team Racing Nitro Fuel, Dirt Rally 2.0, uh, Evolution Pro, Evolution Soccer, F1 2019, and FIFA 20. Uh,
1: sports racing game for best traditional, non-traditional sports and racing game. Well, I'll be, I will pick. I will pick Crash Team Racing before I pick anything made by EA. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with Evolution Pro Soccer because I think it's the best
0: the best soccer game out there. Uh, strategy game for best focus on on real time turn based strategy gameplay. We have Age of Wonders, uh, Planetfall, Anno, 1800, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Total War Three Kingdoms, Tropico Six, and Wargroove.
1: I don't know, man. It seems think, like some games are missing from this category as well. Uh, I'm gonna go with Anno, 1800. It's more of a city-building game than a strategy game. It's a strategy game. Not really. I mean, you can say it is because there's a little bit of combat when you're making ships to attack, but it's not really tactical strategy. It's not like a strategy, like an an RTS strategy game. Total War is a strategy game. I'll vote for Total War, Creative Assembly, but the rest of these games are not really... Like Tropical 6, same thing. It's a city-building game. It's not a strategy game. Right. I mean, there's some strategy to building buildings, but it's not tax it's Strategy. strategy. That's, that's like saying pick the best strategy game, checkers or chess? Right? <laughs> strategy, right? Yeah, right. checkers is kind of strategic, but right. the, the, the intelligence level of checkers is nowhere near the complexity of, of
0: chess. chess, right? All right. VR and AR game. For best game experience playable in virtual or augmented reality. Uh, we have As- Unsungard's Wrath. We have Blood Truth, Beat Saber, No Man's Sky, and Trove saves the universe.
1: <clears throat> I mean, I, you know what? I don't know enough about this category because neither do I? Once again, we are living in during a time where we are still waiting for a development team to break through the glass ceiling about VR. Meaningful. Well,
0: well, I think I think Valve has done it. We'll talk about that right after this. It's a it's a good segue. I'm gonna go with uh, I'll go with blood and truth. I don't know. That's that's what I'm going with, and that's the last category. So that is the Game Awards, which we will cover live on December twelfth, which I believe is a. I gotta look up what the, what the date is. December twelfth is a Thursday, so perfect. So. Thursday, and I think it starts at what nine o'clock, if I'm not mistaken. So we'll have an hour worth of the show, and then um, th- does it say a time? Uh, celebrate. How to watch? Are, are you okay? Eight thirty p.m. Eastern. There you go. So we'll, we'll half hour in, and then we'll so it'll be an extended Generation X gaming. Oh, shit. i re—I got to reschedule. Someone asked me to come on a podcast on December 12th, and yeah. I, can't, I can't do that because I'm going to be doing this live. And then I was going to go after the show to their podcast. I have to, I have to, I have to contact him and, and change that. Why when, not just go on that one? It's cool. No, no, because I want to do the, the award show. I don't want to just stop the thing and then head over
1: there while the award show is still going on. Oh come on, man! You know, you know the award shows just for shits and giggles. It's a good time to watch with it, with the chat and stuff like that. So,
0: all right. So, let's talk about Half Life, Half Life Three, or not, I'm sorry, not Half Life Three, Half Life Alex, Alexa, uh, Alex. I think it's called. It's a VR game, and uh, they just they just basically announced it today. So. I'm trying to find hold on a second, new folder. Game source, right, three. And where is it? Game rewards saints row. There it is. Alright, so the game itself looks pretty cool. Jeff Keeley's playing it. Let me put this into YouTube so I can actually get a video of it. Uh da, 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 da Half-Life. Is this is the trailer right here. Trailer breakdown. I love that they constantly, constantly put just advertisement after advertisement.
1: I mean That's that's what it's all about, man i
0: don't i don't need to do that then i'll just go to the youtube channel and and if i can type it in official trailer there we go yeah walgreens i'll take a i'll take a three second commercial instead of a a minute and a half commercial on the website all right so <clears throat> this is uh steam vr we're not gonna have any video or uh sound on this so I'm interested in knowing – I don't know anything about this. I don't know – I didn't watch the press conference that they were, they were talking about. But this game looks like a really cool VR experience because the guy is actually moving around the board. Mm. Like it's it looks like a first-person video game, and you're wearing a VR headset, right? So it looks like there's an actual story. It looks like a real game. You know what I'm talking about? When you say a VR game – VR yeah, I games.
1: Know, I, I already know what you mean.
0: VR games. You don't even need to defend it. They just look. They look. They look weird. No Man's Sky did a really good job, but I don't like the movement in No Man's Sky. Like, yeah, you, you don't actually walk. You're like sliding or teleporting to certain locations. This looks like you are kind of moving. I don't
1: know if it's like this. This has a chance to put VR games on the map. Right. This this game has a chance to now, put VR in a position where other developers are like. Hey, that's going to sell well. We can do that. I don't know if
0: you're... See, it looks like they're standing still, a lot still, right? And then, like, things are happening. So I don't know if it's like, do something, do something, and then the game progresses you and makes you walk forward. We don't know. Right. I don't know that. Or if you actually are moving yourself. If you're moving yourself like a regular game, then this is next level, right? This is next level. This is like the void that we sort of played. Obviously, you can't walk forward you'll hit a wall or a door or, or whatever else. But this looks this looks pretty promising for what it is right now. Now March 2020 is right around the corner. I mean, we're only 3 months away f- to see Half-Life, you know what I mean? So it'll be interesting to see be interesting to see what happens with this game. Um I don't think this is going to be like like a, a oh shit like moment. I think that what this is going to do, people are going to get it. They're going to be like, "All right, this is the next step, right? Because even, right. even Valve says, like, what Valve did with Half-Life back in the day was
1: groundbreaking to what yes. it, to what for it first is. For first-person shooters. Correct. For first-person shooters, right. absolutely. Right.
0: So they said that they're doing the same thing, basically, for VR. So if, right. if, they, can, if they can break into the VR world and change the way we perceive VR—, VR. Then that's huge, right? That's huge, especially since they provide VR. Now there are some downfalls, like it's you, you're going to need a high end rig, okay. But
1: oh, well, well, once again, what happens? What happens to hardware if the software raises up? People start buying the new hardware. That's how it right. goes. And,
0: and obviously, the Valve, software
1: the software will push, will push the hardware, and,
0: and and Valve wants to sell more headsets, right? So of course, so I see this as a as a good a good move for the industry, not just for valve, right? Like the only way I can, the only way I can describe it is what like Lucas did for films is what valve's trying to do. There's always a company or a person or technology that propels the rest of the industry going forward, right? Like Epic made the unreal engine. The unreal engine has propelled other games to come out and it's, groundbreaking for that for that aspect, right? What Steam did for for games on computer broke the ground of what everyone does now. Now there's a whole bunch of launchers and stuff like that. What Lucas did for film with cameras and then James Cameron did for cameras because the technology wasn't created and then they created the technology to make what they needed to do in film, that's groundbreaking, right? So I think this is a, this is another one of those games that could be the uh, the precipice of of that of that era. You know what I mean? Like, look at what Minecraft did. Like, Minecraft. Say what you want about Minecraft, but Minecraft was that next level sandbox game, and then it exploded. This last ten years of of uh voxel type based games and what you could do. But it started
1: game. very. It started very slow. It started with it, one it, guy, it, it, and it, was, it never. It never tried to 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 bring in outside its own. Uh, community like right. it was meant for kids it was it always meant for kids and then as the game got a little bit more complex the kids who were playing it learned a little bit more because things got a little bit more right. complicated like how to bake things and how to make the potions and how to make different kinds of walls and the whole game is learning the whole game is learning the entire time right so for the last what has it been 10 years imagine kids who are playing minecraft when they were seven or eight right now they're 18 now they're 18 17 18 it, right yeah Right, you, it's Minecraft as a game it was is like what Nintendo was for a demographic. Right. Like Nintendo was for kids the entire time, and so was Minecraft. Right. I mean, you could adults can play Minecraft, sure, but let's be yeah. honest, Minecraft's for kids. Star Wars is for kids. Yeah, we yeah we know that, but the kids aren't buying anything, so I guess you want the adults to buy shit. So let's not right. let's not get around to that.
0: So so I I think I think this game looks cool, interested, but here's the thing, it's still out of touch it's still out of reach for for everyone peons because you're not going to go out and buy this rig you're not going to go out and buy the right. stuff to go we play this one game player one yet
1: right you haven't reached ready for, okay so here's how here's the progression of vr ready the internet has to be solidified as much as plumbing is okay we're like everybody turns on a faucet and the water just comes right you know what i'm saying like it, it just is there once the internet gets to that point across the entire country, then you're gonna have really good VR, and on top of that, multiplayer VR. Right? That's that's right. the goal. Multiplayer experiences in a virtual world, and then we're at Ready Player One. So until that happens, VR will always be an outlier. Some cool things might be there, but I think as VR as, as the most expensive connect or or uh, exercise pad that Nintendo had. Like, it's just the, it's the, it's that outlier. Like, do you want to get the game pad, Mike, and play Olympics and run up and down on this game pad? No, I'm good. You want to stand in front of your TV in the Kinect and pretend like you're playing tennis? And uh, No, I'm good. I'll just sit down and play with my controller. VR, same thing. Really expensive. i want going to be in a room. Now, I got to be in a room that's all for myself. Like, so it's high-end. Which means the the the, dem- the demographic for it is people with a lot of money, and until it's out for a while, internet speeds go up, multiplayer is available, and the price comes down. There's nobody. It's it's not a necessity. Right. It's not a have to have it. It's cool. Don't get me wrong. It's cool, but it's not have to have it. Yeah, I I, I still think the,
0: the initial price point of getting into this is just still too high right for the average person you're not gonna for one game no now obviously the 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 streamers the the head gamers the one percenters and stuff like that they'll buy this that the the geeks that need to get that that next best keep up with the joneses right i <laughs> mean type thing we'll get it until there's five to ten games like this if this game's good. game's Right. That's when they'll
1: start. But but, but when you break into a different when you're breaking into a different market, Mike, it takes time. Right. Like somebody has to somebody has to break through the wall. Somebody has to say, hey, this is what we can do. And then it's no balls from there. Like remember when Nintendo was, first started. I was just gonna say that. I was when just Nintendo gonna say Nintendo first started and Zelda first came out. Right, your Nintendo, and Zelda, Zelda was like Duck Hunt. Amazing cartridges, this crazy puzzle adventure game, and everybody else was still making like these side scrolling shooters. Yeah. Right. And then Zelda came out, and then everyone was like, Well, we gotta do something like Zelda. We gotta do something like Zelda. Right. Right. And so that started the whole action RPG stuff. The Metroids, the Kid Karses, the Castlevanias. Like People started making those games and, and got popular. So we're, we're at the same point now where VR, it's VR's turn. Maybe this can be the one. We've said this before. We said this during the Rogue thing, that when they, the Star Wars Rogue game came out, like, this could be the one. wasn't. The, the, the next one that came out, we said that one could be the one. Right. wasn't. Right. Like We're guessing just as much as anybody else. But you'll know when it happens because they won't shut up about right, it. Right, the market will tell you. Right, you'll the, know, the, the you'll market know will tell when you. it happens, but they won't shut up about it. And you'll know that you, you'll have to get it. Right,
0: because this is a system. Regardless of what you're looking at, yes, it's a PC, but the goggles is a system, right? It's, it's, it's like it's like a Nintendo. It's like a PlayStation. It's like an Xbox. It's the goggles. Whatever VR headset you got, that's a system. You're, you're dropping three to five to $800 on this plus what your rig is. Right, right to play this one game, and that's just not feasible for the population yet.
1: And right. Not to mention the fact that I don't think they, I don't think they've had it. De- they have, they have the arrow, aer- aer- I can't speak aerogonotics down. Like how the helmet sits on a player's face. Oh, they're face. pretty good. Like that, that it doesn't feel like there's a lot of weight on your face. If you so go you can play for a long period of time, do you
0: have a window Store near you, like in the mall or whatever? Uh, probably. If you go to the mall, they in the window store, they have a couple of different headsets that you can wear and play and try on. They're actually pretty good now. Like they're really good. They're getting better and better, lighter, not too front heavy. It's not like what wear wore, wore at the at the void, where you, you're ratched onto that, that helmet and you had to <coughs> like clack it to your head and you're like and you're like, right. Yeah, can you can you see me? And your your head's like leaning forward a little bit. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's good. It's nice and light. But there's still wires, and there's still things. Now there's the wireless system, which is a little bit more
1: expensive. You know what I mean? Of course. Of course. Well, but let's be honest. You want to wear that. You want to be able to wear the helmet like you hold the controller. Yeah. No wires. Yeah, no wires. No wire. Right. All
0: right. So let's move on from there. We have, uh, speaking of systems, right, the Oculus Rift and all the other VR headsets, so that are standalone things. Let's talk about Google Stadia, right? Google Stadia, let me bring this up, is... When it came out and they announced it, what was it? Was it April when they announced that? Was it that far back? I don't even know. Google Stadia. All right, I believe it was like April when they had first when they first announced it, if I'm not mistaken. And now here we are. We're two days into the into the launch. So Google Stadia's features missing at launch, and when do they do expect them? So right now. For detailed breakdown of what's going on and available at launch is the near future in the 2020, here's an, ex- a, an extensive list of Google Stadia's features that are subject to roll out. So right now, 4K HDR and 5.1 surround sound is only on Chromecast Ultra for now and will be added to PC users in 2020. Stadia controller only works wirelessly, with Chromecast Ultra must be wired for PC and mobile uh, Pixel phones for now. Update coming in 2040, uh, 2020. Xbox One DualShock 4 controllers will work on PC and mobile, but not Chromecast. Uh, Voice assistant features of Chromecast Ultra limited to at launch. Full integration coming in the future, including functionality on PC and mobile. Three-month buddy pass will not not be in the launch package said to ship soon after. Multiplayer features such as Steam Connect, State Share, Crowdplay won't be available at launch. First game to use Steam Connect in the set to launch before the end of the year state share and crowd play coming in 2020 achievement system won't be implemented until 2020 though. The platform will track what you've done and award achievements for your account. Once the feature is live family sharing, which will let you share purchasable games with other accounts is coming in early 2020. Now, if you notice that one says early 2020 and one says in 2020 Um, at launch, only the Chromecast ultra shipped with the founders slash premium edition can run stadia, meaning Existing Chromecast Ultras will not will not until a firmware update is rolled out, said to be shortly after launch day. Purchasing games must be done through a Stadia mobile app. For now, no direct purchasing through web browser or Chromecast Ultra yet. Google Pixel phones are said to be the only mobile device to support Stadia this year. Chrome OS tablets can run Stadia too. Android and iOS support coming in the future. Free games are planned for the future, though... There is no schedule yet. Here's other things
1: that it's missing. People – You could just stop right there. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. If you're providing a service and you're actually making a product, if 80% of all the features that you're thinking about making for are not out yet – Yeah. And we know Google's list of products that they have made and given up on yep. in the past. The list is endless. Yep. What value is there for me to buy this well, that's and our... not own anything? I right. don't own anything – Every game I play, if let's say let's say I don't have anything, let's say I don't have any systems. I'm I'm one of those people that were, was was placed here from Mars. I own no game systems, yep. and I'm told to buy Stadia. Okay, I buy Stadia. Now I pay the monthly thing, and I'm paying for the sit for the hardware. Now, I don't own anything. I don't own it. So after a while, whatever they feel like doing for the servers or changing out stuff, I'm paying money for something that I never actually have. Right. Okay, so who is that for? What gamer doesn't want any history of his own stuff and just wants to exist in a world where the, where the lag doesn't let you play anything that you have to play correctly? No matter how much they say, they're, they, they, they had said multiple times they were going to they're they're have negative latency. I just want you to understand what that actually means for just a second and then realize that this is Rush released for the holidays For people that don't understand video games, for people that don't understand the market, they're 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 trying to sell you the snake oil salesman uh, uh, sales pitch, how it's going to be so awesome that you don't have to buy anything, you just have this controller in your house and everything's going to be magical, okay? And when it goes the way of the dodo and they make the two or three hundred million dollars on it and walk away and you own nothing, okay? You're going to feel like a stooge, okay? If you're going to release a product like this, have the product finished, finished. I'm glad you wanted to do all this stuff. Let me ask you a question, Google. Uh, Is holding back hurting your bottom line? (laughs) Is is holding back Stadia for six, eight months and put everything in it that's supposed to be in it, is that really digging into your bottom line that it's affecting your stock prices for the end of the year? I fucking doubt it. Okay? I doubt it. So this is a
0: rush-to-market BS move. So – Here's the other problems with it, right? So one, there's a lot of stuttering going on. You have to have a lot people can't even get it to run. Some people weren't even sent their codes. People that pre-ordered it day one, 30 seconds after they announced it and pre-ordered it so they can get their name and uh, you know uh, uh, and, and, and get the code out of the way haven't gotten their code yet. Uh, people said that they'll get it out as soon as possible. Someone ordered it last week and got it before someone that ordered it four months ago. How hard is it? How hard is it
1: to send a fucking code? Right, it got lost in the mail. Okay. Yeah. I got news for you. I accidentally clicked on a website. I'm getting codes for shit I don't even need. Okay. (laughs) I accidentally clicked on a on a a web window that I didn't really want. Now I'm getting codes sent to me. Okay. You can't tell me that you're not sending codes to people. Okay. That's nonsense. So so nonsense. They said they're giving them
0: out as as they as they uh, in order that you receive, which is it's a lie, plain straight up lie. Um, Order that was received. What right. what what system
1: are they using? Right. What system they, is it an analog digital phone system they're, in the office? They're, they're swiping their cards with that with the
0: manual right. credit card reader. Next
1: the next guy in the line. There's no database. It's first come, first serve, but not really. Right. What system are you using, Google?
0: This is what I don't understand because if it was first come, first serve basis, it's not like they handwritten these things. Right? They they literally saw pre-orders come in and it says order blah 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 John Smith, Bob tom uh sarah under whatever right like it's all there it's all in their system right to go okay he was the first person to to order is the second person
1: to order how how do they screw this up Uh, it's fucking good let me let me tell you what happens mike here here's here's the end result when your company makes unlimited money all right here's here's the perfect example okay if you make unlimited money you'll throw money into the wind, off a cliff, into the water, you'll burn it to keep warm. When you make that much money, they will try anything and and eventually what they do is you throw enough shit to the wall, it'll stick, okay? That's what this is. Right. Okay. Well, there is no reason at all that this should re- that this should release this broken. Well,
0: here here's the here's the issue I have, right? We've, we've been complaining on this podcast for 5 years about unfinished games that come out unreleased. You know what I mean? Like they're not done. They're not gold. Not they're not alpha. Not they're, they're an alpha. They've crowdfunded. They're they're launched, but they're broke. Super betas, super alphas, just broke games, right? And filled microtransactions. This Google Stadia right off the bat is a microtransaction, and it's a broke alpha console. Okay? Doesn't work. Look, I get it they're trying something new and and we just talked about we just talked about innovation about the what Valve's trying to do with the game breaking breaking that mold and George Lucas with the cameras and making stuff to work the difference between what I said those and what this is is those people didn't charge to get their inventions made and stuff this game is finished supposedly right they're going to launch it in March right and when it comes out that's the product okay when Lucas made the camera and made the movie, okay, he created the he created the stuff, fronted the money up, and then put the movie out. And then you watched the movie and went, "Wow, that's amazing! How did they do those things?" Right? They did it. They tested it. They they launched it. This they went in the house and went, "Look, it's working. We should sell this. Yeah, let's do it." It's missing so many fucking features. Can you imagine? Hey, yeah, this is the new Xbox controller. It's got 13 buttons on it. Oh, by the way, this D-pad doesn't work right now. Uh, We're going to add that in later. Okay. This one right here only goes to the left. It doesn't go to the right. We're going to add that in later. Listen. The Y and B button are obsolete right now. We're going to add those functionally in as in later. And by the way, it only comes with this one battery, and it lasts for 30 minutes. And don't worry. It takes two hours to charge. It's like what?
1: But the fact remains is that the consumer base is this ignorant to think that this is an actual valued product. Okay. (laughs) This is the problem I have with the community in general. When when do you start to educate yourself enough to know that you are a bad consumer? You are a bad consumer. If you if every (laughs) time the snake oil salesman shows up down the street and says, I'll take two. Hey. I got a magic pill I'll take that's gonna do all this stuff, and the guy says, "Give me the whole cart." Like those kind of people is what they prey on. Okay, you have to understand that that shit does not work day one. Nope. It's not a product. If it doesn't have the features that they promised you that have, it's not a finished and,
0: product. And here's here's the, here's the bad part, right? So streamers galore are all getting the Stadia right now. Good. All right, and they they're all to burn. Uh, Right? No, no, no. They're all buying it. They're all saying, oh, it's broke. It's not working. It's all this thing. They're like waiting to get online. Once they join a game, like Paul Taskey wrote an article. He's like, I-, I went to go play Destiny. He's like, I couldn't match make with anybody. He's like, I had to shut off my console and come back in and wait for someone else to come in. And I had less people in my game than the first time. So like people, pe- there's not enough people player base, one. Two, you're playing an alpha test on the, on the console. Three, you already gave the money. You already gave the money up front, so Google now is going. Look, it doesn't matter. We put a shitty product out, okay? It doesn't matter because we have millions and billions of dollars that whoever I don't know how many people ordered this, right? Hundreds never will, right? It could be million, could be five million, could be ten million. I don't know, right? I'm sure they'll they'll say a number and put some words in front of it to make it, you know. Oh, they don't have to do anything. They could literally go, well, it didn't didn't work out. It, didn't, didn't, work, it out. didn't work out. Stadia 2 will work yes. better. Stadia 2 will work better. Yes. Right? right? And everyone's will be okay with it. They'll be like, well, it really... it's Google Glass. Google Glass had one and two and three versions, and people are like, yeah, I'll pay $1,000 for that. I'll pay $400 for that just to be the cool kid on the block, just to test it out, just to be. And the problem is this company, if they wanted to make a product like this, you should have been able to sign up, sign your life away for NDAs and stuff, and then they send you a console and you play the console if you want to be a tester of it okay and then give them feedback so they can make a better product and then bring it out to the actual public for the price that you paid for everyone's like oh it's only 130 dollars oh it's only this it's like one you don't own anything
1: right? you own nothing you
0: own nothing you're renting a machine two you're you're paying for full price games that are already out on every other console possible you probably already own. So you have to buy it again just so you can play it on Stadia. Okay? At, to, have, to have a a, at a shittier a, a experience. Worse experience. Right? Worst experience. Okay? When it works, it works. But the problem is, what if it doesn't work? Right? I, I put my Xbox on. I get solid frame rate. I get solid stuff because the game is on the disc or it's in the thing and it's done. Right? These people are trying a new technology... And they want you to foot the bill for them
1: to do it, right? Right. Yes.
0: Yes. That's what investors are for.
1: And Google doesn't need for you to fund their experiment. Right. Right. They have plenty of money to do it on their own. Basically, you just kickstarted Google,
0: right? Right. That's exactly what you did. Like, I just want to – I want to see something real fast. Let's see. Let's see. Because, you know, Google needs to keep their lights on. So – Google, um,
1: uh, what, uh, what, what estimate earnings? Oh, net worth. It, it, listen, it's probably it's probably because they want to release something before the end of the year. That's all. Right.
0: It all. Well, I hate to tell they, they to have you guys show
1: something. They, they they need your money
0: right now. If you don't get a Google Stadia, children in Africa are starving, and they need. Oh, I'm sorry, developers in Silicon Valley are starving. Right, they can't have their sushi rolls. Uh, on Thursday. an avocado toast. And avocado, avocado toast. toast. Avocado net worth is estimated to be around three hundred billion dollars. Okay, its parent company Alphabet net worth is estimated around nine hundred billion dollars, making it as the third most valuable company behind Amazon and Apple. Google every day makes over fifty million, considering that it has a revenue of ninety-seven point two billion dollars. Okay. Every day. Do you, you think 50, there's a reason for them to sell $50 to, million, to, to million hair a hair day? Okay. And yet <clears> they <throat> delivered a console breaking in the market. Do you remember what Xbox had to do to break in the market? Do you remember what PlayStation had to do to break into the market? Everyone was like, there's no way you're going to take the crown away from Nintendo. And PlayStation's right. like, we're going to we're gonna try. We, we made a good system, right? And they came out they the did. first PlayStation. Then they came out PlayStation 2. And PlayStation 2 to this day is the most selling console of today. Okay, it was ridiculous. Okay. Xbox came in, everyone's like, Microsoft is making making a console to video games. Bill Gates didn't even want the fucking thing. Right? He hated it. It's a write-off. It's a write-off for Microsoft. Right. It was a write-off. Look at it now, twenty years later, nineteen years later, look what Xbox is doing. Okay? Here we are with Google, broken machine. No games. Xbox had the three sixty with the red ring of death. Don't get me wrong. But at least everything worked until the Red Ring of Death, and then they gave you a new—I had four systems, and they gave them to me because they knew something was wrong, okay? They didn't have to do a firm patch, update, give you extra buttons and features. Okay, I know we live in 2019, and fucking things—everything's every, all digital and stuff, but there's no—nothing's working! Nothing's working! Who wants shitty internet like I have right now when you're playing a game if you paid for it? You're paying nothing to see me right now, okay? And if I have shitty internet, I feel bad. I feel bad giving you shitty internet for free, all right? I'm doing a show for free, and I feel bad when my frames do this, okay? And I'm making no money off of this. These people are making millions of dollars off of you, and they're like, yeah, whatever. We'll put a patch out, out," right? They have no remorse. They don't give a shit. Companies... Don't care. They want your money, and they're going to give you a half-assed baked product. If it's a video game, if it's a fucking toilet plunger, if it's a fucking broom, they don't care. Why can they give you a broom for nine cents? Okay, and when you first sweep, all the bristles fall out. Okay, they don't give a shit because they don't care. They just want your money. They don't care about making good products. And this is an ass- this is an insult to gamers. Okay. Yeah. I don't care if you have a stadium. and you're like, oh, it's the best thing ever. Bullshit. I guarantee you your thing is not stable. And you have to have supreme internet just to make it, right? Not going to happen, man. Just not going to happen at this time, okay? And if you want to be a tester, cool, okay? But every time you spend a cent on a game through Stadia or buying Stadia or doing the pro monthly thing for Stadia, you are doing another notch in the bucket of They're like, yeah, (laughs) we got their money, and these people don't care. They don't care. They can put out the shittiest product in the world. Service is
1: good. Service is good.
0: They can put the shittiest product out on the world, and you'll be like, yeah, whatever. Because you're going to play it and go, you know what? It's not working on my Stadia. I'm going to go play Destiny back on PlayStation. I'm going to go play Destiny back on on PC. I'm going to go play Destiny back on Xbox. And if you're playing Destiny, you're paying a monthly subscription now. Okay, to play Destiny on Google Stadia, right? And everyone's like, "No, no, it's it's part of the pro. You're paying a subscription for Destiny. The same thing, right? You don't have to buy this. You don't have to buy it because they, they did a deal, right? So all Destiny content is on the Stadia. You're just paying Great. a month, You're just paying a monthly, <clears throat> right? A monthly thing. Fantastic. It, oh, and get this: there's a game coming out. Uh, I think it's called Gr- uh, Grind is it the racing game? I think yeah. so they're coming out Good with name. they're coming out with a 40 player <laughs> multiplayer mode which is an endurance race. Okay? The community asked them for this specifically. And they said, "You know what, community? We're listening to you. We're going to give you that 40 player endurance race." But guess what? It's exclusive for Stadia. So if you want to play it you're going to have to buy the game again. You're going to have to buy the Stadia. And then you can play the fucking game mode. Bing, <laughs> bada, boom. They don't care. They're like, what do you guys want to see in the game? Well, we would love to see a 40-person a, you know, a, a endurance race where that's what the community like Guys that play your game, on the consoles that they already bought it on, tell you exactly what they want. And they're like, yep. Well, let's take a page out of Bethesda's book. Yeah, let's do an exclusive for Stadia. Like, what? Are you—
1: are you are right. you listening? They don't Listen man, I told you. Don't at some point at some point about 5 years ago, the gaming market realized that they were under underutilizing the amount of money that they could squeeze from people. They figured this out. And once they figured out how to tap into that, everybody can say whatever they want, but you are paying 2, 3 and 4 times the amount of money you paid for your hobby and you're not getting value out of it. Than you did before. You're not getting more value for that money. Right. <clears throat> You're not getting more value for that money. You may think you are, but you are not. Yeah.
0: Grind on Google Stadia introducing endurance mode. It's not too often you get to bring up games, entirely new gaming platforms. So it's fair to say that's incredibly existent to the grind as part of the slate of launches titles of Google Stadia. With Stadia's launch window beginning on November 19th, the grind brings a, uh, a storied legacy and accessible yet challenging racing with iconic cars and the greatest circuits of Forefront. Um, where is it? This endurance grind's racing experience already delivers a big on action drama with 16 cars on a circuit. With the grind on Stadia, endurance mode expands the grind size up to 40 cars, split across four different classes, playable in both free play and multiplayer. Online, a new quick matches endurance options has been added to Stadia, allowing players to lobby up for the complete – uh compete against each other in a longer format races as you head into skirmishing. Here, this is great. Great. I'm going to go buy a Stadia now. I'm going to go buy this game yet again so I can play it on a game console that's – it's, it's going to be awesome. 40-player multi-action on right. a car racing game. Yeah, late, the latency late sure
1: late is probably going to be awesome, bro. It's like dial up. You know, I I don't, I listen, I don't fall into the category of being overly positive and googly eyed for every piece of tech that comes down the fucking pike. Okay. If you show me a product that works as intended and you tell me what it does and it does what it does, I will pay you the money for that product if it fits into my wheelhouse. But to, to tell me this long laundry list of shit that your system may do when you feel like releasing it, okay? <laughs> you have to be the worst consumers on the planet to hand over right? money and pre order something that has that. Right now, if you buy a cell phone, if you bought a toaster oven, if you
0: bought a mixer, if you bought a fucking spoon, if I take that spoon and I, and I dip it into an ice cream and all of a sudden the spoon starts to bend, I'm going to the store the next day and returning the spoon. If I buy a toaster and it burns my toast, I bought a $10 toaster, I bought a $100 toaster, it burns my toast, I'm like, it's, I'm taking this back, it's, it's broke. But for some reason, a video game, electronic device, a game system, if it's broke, everyone's like, ah, that's alright, it's cool. It's like, what are you talking about? They, it's not even finished. If the toaster oven you bought only had one coil on one side, only toasted one side of your bread, and it only had half a button.
1: Oh, fucking buck up, bro. Just turn it over. Just yeah, pick up the toast. Like, I don't understand. And press it down again. You're, you're fucking lazy. It, just turn the toast over. It doesn't,
0: like, it, it doesn't. It, I, I'm it, just confused by the market of, of people that buy stuff from companies and gaming companies. And they're like, yeah, I'm okay with it. I'll pay $60 for this, and I'm okay with the broken game testing thing and testing your system, testing this, testing that, testing this over here. We're OK with it. But if if you buy something for five dollars and it doesn't work, they bring it back to the store. And like I want my money back. I want my money back. All right. And they're all in someone's face. And the person behind the counter is like, I'm sorry, I'll just give it to you here. Here's a gift card. Right. Like but video game industry, for some reason, people are like, yeah, all right, whatever. I don't care.
1: Don't tell me how to spend my money. The, the, the best line I've heard more more often than not that I just want to punch them dead in the face is they'll fix, they'll patch it later. The answer to everything that's wrong with your fucking system or your game is they'll patch you later. Don't worry about it. You think I'm going to believe the corporation telling me that they're going to fix it down the, down the way after they already have my money? It's, what it's, are you, fucking retarded? It's, 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 it's mind-boggling to me. It's mind-boggling. All right. You have to be retarded. We're, we're, and I mean that in the nicest way possible. <laughs> like and When I mean retarded, I mean your IQ is below a certain number. That's what I mean. Undeveloped. Yes. You're, you're undeveloped. Like you don't understand. You're just handing over money. I mean, right. Okay,
0: next thing. Next. Next thing on the list, Destiny. Let's talk about Destiny here.
1: Do you Destiny. want to start, or can I just get into it right away? No, I want to start. Are you going to set it. it up? You want to be positive? I first? have to
0: explain it. People, you want, you want people to be positive? might not know what I'm talking about. So Destiny right. Right. came out with the season, the season of uh, uh, of the Vex, right? The, uh, the Undying. The season of the Undying. Uh, we've been waiting seven weeks up to this point. To play this week, where the Undying Mind was supposed to come in, they was on the roadmap. The roadmap said that the Undying Mind activity on November 18th or whatever is coming out. We played through the Eris uh, Morn, which is part of the Shadow Keep, which is part of Shadow Keep. Okay, the nightmares are part of Shadow Keep. You paid money for the Shadow Keep. The season pass gave you the hundred levels. All the stuff that you got inside those hundred levels gave you the uh the vex offensive okay gave you now i don't know if the vex invasion is part of
1: the season i i i think it might be right yes so, it is. okay so right
0: there's no loot that actually drops no specific loot that drops there
1: well there's the, there's those guns that drop when you defeat the vex offensive guys that's a loot there's a loot pool in no, there. no 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 i'm talking about the vex invasion
0: the one on moon
1: well he, those weapons drop in
0: there the too. same right the same it's the same, same pool weapon. right so the The undying season pass for ten dollars. It's only ten dollars now. You can take that as what you will. Is the vex offensive? The vex invasion. The uh the loot that's in there, the guns and stuff that are in there. No armor. There's no armor, right? In the in the in the season, right? That's all part of Shadow Keep. Um, <clears throat> am I missing something? Oh, there's an exotic. Exotics part of the thing, right? Part of the xenomorph. Right.
1: Uh, xenophage, oh, no, no, the xenophage. Xenophage. That, but that was that's Shadow Keep though. That wasn't that no, wasn't no. For-
0: xenophage. Oh no, you're right. That's part of the dungeon.
1: That's, that's part that's, of Shadow That's Keep. part of the dungeon. Yet.
0: Right, and then there's also the the uh, uh, what's it called? The, the the pistol, the one that you like using, the yeah. new one, uh, fuck. the one that takes so long to reload.
1: Oh Ariana's vow. Ariana's vows, oh, that, but that's Shadow Key. That no, no, Shadow... no.
0: That's part of the season pass. That's what. That was the. That oh, was. Oh, I'm
1: sorry, but yeah, but that's still Shadow Key. That's still Shadow Keep. No, no, that's part of the season pass. Oh, is it? Oh, yes. por- right, right. Because it was part of the actual. It was gift part of, of the, the actual. Gift. Right.
0: Yes. 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 Okay. I'm sorry, so bro. that's what you got so far, right? So leading up to this, we were like the Undying Mind. We're like, all right, this is it. Week two, Ichor says we're building a portal, and we're like, what? You're building a portal and they started building a portal inside the tower and cool. every week we came back on Tuesday and you would I see took a, a picture of it I took you a picture see, of it each week you see a little bit more right? it's expanding and as the players were like all right november 18th fucking undying mine. they're building a portal in the tower and don't get me wrong as players we can run rampant with our imagination of what could possibly sure. It, sure. it could be right on the show, I had I won't call anybody out. People are like, on the other podcast that I'm on, they're like, oh, there's definitely going to be a pinnacle weapon. There's definitely going to be this. There's definitely going to be this. We're going to do this. And I actually stood there and I went, N- none of that's going to happen. I said this live on the, on the thing. I said, none of that's going to happen. They're just going to change the boss, right? I said, what I would like to see is that portal open up. You go through the portal and it brings you to some random location and you, f- you start fighting the Vex Undying Mind, right? Like, even if you wanted to do the Vex Offensive, you would rode all the way to the thing, kill the same boss we've been killing, but then that big portal where he came through, you would go through that portal. Yes. Right, and then yes. that would bring you to where the Undying Mine is. Okay. Instead, the portal in the tower doesn't open. It doesn't open. It it it's a faux. Pho- Stati- it's static. It's, it's a static. static. it's a static portal, and then it's a it's like a tuner. It made the portal that's in the Vex offensive call the undying mind through that portal. And
1: that's, that's correct. What Cause it is. that portal does do something funky when the undying mind does come out.
0: Correct. It, it, it's calling them through. Yeah. Okay. And, and
1: also everybody in the tower now gets HBO.
0: Correct. It's a great, great reception. Okay. So obviously everyone was like, well, is the, are the Vex going to attack us through this portal? Uh, to the tower.
1: Did I, did I core make the same mistake as everybody else? They keep trying to make new ways for the Vex to come and kill you. Right. Like, was there, were the Vex going to invade the tower? We were all thinking certain things, right? And I literally said on the
0: podcast, on Rage's Roundtable, multiple weeks, I said, none of that's going to happen. It's just going to be the regular boss. Okay? Which, to me, is ball dropped. Okay, because it's Bungie has set it up perfectly. It's the Vex. They have portals. There's different timelines. There's different things. Osiris. Black for or the Haunted Forest, the uh, the uh, the Infinite Forest, they already have the technology in the game, okay, to make procedurally generated worlds. Okay? They've done it for years now. Literally years inside Destiny 2. Okay? Procedurally generated uh, Infinite Forest. The Haunted Forest, Infinite thing. And I get it's a different board, but they can use the same technology, okay? The... the aerial uh the e a-, a-, a what was it called the uh, a there's the e a z e a z no it was the e a z but then there was the a a z right they no, no, the, the aerial
1: e d e- e- z is the normal
0: place e a z was the was new was area. e-a-z right yes right so in that we had multiple bosses multiple bosses okay that was a free event that was a free event okay multiple bosses you paid wait was it was it a, was it a free event now I can't remember. Was the EAZ a free event, or was it part of the last season? I think it was part of the Menagerie. I, I, the op- I lose, No, I, it was. I it was track. part of the Opta—whatever. Okay? It was part of that, that season. Okay? Whatever. That had rotating bosses. Multiple rotating bosses, right? It was different every time you went in, right? The Vex Offensive has been the same for six weeks. The exact same. The boss does the exact same thing. It this. this. We go in this week, and the Undying Mind takes the place of the boss that's at the end of Vex Offensive and does the exact same thing, except he's got little things that come out and, and, and kill you instead. And I'm like, you've lazy. got to be lazy, me. lazy. What did you do for 10 bucks? I get it. Look, I'm paying $10 solo. Okay, here's my $10. It gets me 100 levels. It gets me this. It gets me the Vex Offensive. But $10 times a million people. Okay, because whatever. You telling me you could do nothing more than take an undying Vex guy who was already in D1 and bring him back into D2 and just make him do the exact same thing? You couldn't put him in a random location that happens? You couldn't do a small section of like the Cosmodrome that you already had you already well, had what the about, next guy
1: what about what about just a small section from venus from before right and go through the black garden right right
0: you fight them where the boss was at the end of destiny one yeah, a, yeah. right something
1: a little Anything. nostalgia a little nostalgia right. Right? right zero what about if he drops the imago loop that he used to okay that would have been easy wouldn't it you just throw it back into the inventory right Right? Nope. It it doesn't it doesn't but, make sense. But this to me. but this is what I mean, but this is what I mean by listen. Bungie has this issue, okay, where we all understand that they have to keep the game loops convoluted in order to keep you playing the game so you accidentally spend money in the Eververse. Right. If I understand the business model. Got we it. all get it. Got okay? It. Otherwise, otherwise it's like any other game we used to play in the past, Mike. We play the game we finish the game and they make a DLC. And then we buy the DLC and we play through the DLC. That was a normal, that's the normal business model. Yep. That's what Destiny is. I'm waiting for the next DLC. I play through the story of the next DLC. The Destiny still goes on, but I don't really need to keep playing it because there's nothing else for me there. Okay? So you're telling me with all the availability of, of already pre-made levels for the last five years, all the kinds of bosses reskinned non-reskinned different colored added features all the things that you could do you just could not do right there is no bungie has this thing where they like to set you up beautifully they like to pick you up put the crystal ball on the on the little pedestal put the little light on you make it shine real bright and then smash you with a hammer right like they don't close a chapter. They set up everything, but they never close a chapter. This is the chapter. This is what happens. Where is the conclusion? And then we move on to the next part of the story. They never close, ever. And the next person that tells me they'll do it next time, I want to shit in your Cheerios, okay? You guys don't seem to get it. You guys yeah. don't get it. You are waiting for something that this- never happens, okay? Okay. So- Bungie can make, listen, if Bungie takes a little bit more time, they can create a game loop that will keep people busy right. in the game nope. while they're making up something else. It is possible. It's possible to make a decent game loop. It's not that difficult, okay? But they fail to understand that story matters, the loot matters, the depth of what the gun means in the terms of the chapter that you are writing right. should matter, right? Right. Let me have the gun. Let me at least attempt to go for the treasure that is the weapon. Why is it that you just can't have a regular RNG? We already know for a fact there are people that have certain specs of RNG, what they will and will not get. That is not RNG. RNG means if I play for a thousand hours, eventually I will get what I want. Eventually, I'll get right. a true RNG, a true random number generator, a true random number ge- I will get eventually what I want. In this game, it is a subjective, underhanded RNG that certain people get certain things in order to artificially make those people play longer right. than other people for certain gear. Right. For certain gear. Why? Why? Because you got to keep them playing. Okay, I want to play your game. Right. Just make a game loop that makes me keep playing let me win or gain the loot right. why has it why does it have to be this convoluted mess of a game it doesn't okay you have us you let us go you bring us up you drop us you, 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 you hug us right then you kick us to the curb well it's like what what do you want here what do you want for the game
0: here's here's a, here's the bungee weekly uh update here it says that we wrapped up the festival of the lost this week but cleaning up the decorations wasn't the only thing we changed in the tower i core finished the construction project closed out all the permits and the guardians launched an attack on the undying mind the attack is ongoing and all season pass holders can join in on the vex offensive and transmat the official the uh Transmat the finished portal from the tower to summon and defeat the Undying Mind from different timelines. There's no different timelines. It's the same fucking thing. The The impact of the victory has not been made clear just yet. But in time, you'll learn more about how to further involve the world as we transcend into the next season. Now, I get what that says, right? Now, we're waiting. And that's just it, right? We're waiting. <laughs> it's like, it's, I'm telling you, this is like a bad relationship, Right? I'm being beaten, right? But I love I love I love my stripper girlfriend so much. Okay. And she's cheated on me and she's and she's hitting me. I'm in i I'm, I'm in a, I'm an abusive Flex relationship. My car. Right. I'm in an abusive relationship. And yet every time she says, Oh, that's okay. Don't worry. The impact of the victory is not yet told to you. Right? Just just give it time. It'll it'll be better. So we wait this week, we wait next week, nothing happens, let's say, and then the final week, all of a sudden something epic happens. Great. Then what? The
1: Imago loop drops randomly. Great. But
0: only to 10% of the people. Right. Okay, great. The Imago loop happens. If the Imago loop drops from the, from the, from the Undying Mine, I think it's too little too late. There will be people. Oh, that's it. See, Bungie's listening to us. They're listening to us. They're, they're not listening. They're not listening. They already had that planned. They had it planned. The problem is they dropped the ball on this particular activity. They could have done something epic now. Grab your attention and be like, this yeah. Yeah. This is how we, Bungie, are going to be doing shit, right? This is how we're going to be doing it. Activision held us back. This is how we're going to be doing stuff. Instead, this is it. We got, it was such a letdown. Like, deflate. I was like, yeah, I want to get in there and do the Undying Mind. Let's see what it is. And I already knew what it was before I got in there, right? I played off the stream because I, I couldn't get online. I go, Sarge, you want to do the Undying Mind with me? And as soon as Sarge goes, yeah, it's just, it's just the boss. I went, oh, I knew it. I knew it. I was like, and as soon as he told me that, even though I knew the answer, I was like, all right, let's just go do it, right? Like, we did did it three times, and I was just like, I'm done. I'm done. Right now, I'm seeing big-name Destiny streamers and uh, YouTube content creators are like, I I need to take a break. I'm getting burnt out. This is – Yeah. This is – Right? They are where we were four years ago. Four years ago. Okay. Yeah. Now – I just don't understand. Now great. Let's say something happens. Sarge, next season, the season that's coming up, I didn't buy it. And because of I this I didn't either. And because of this I didn't either. I'm not going to buy it until I see what they can do. Right? I'm not gonna do anything. And even if they but show me but something there's no,
1: there's no reason to buy it. Because right. when they find out when they find out that no one wants to buy it, there'll be a price drop. It'll be eight right. bucks, ten bucks or right. whatever. Or they'll wait for the end of the end of the whole thing to be over and send you the bundle. Yeah. Because, because, let me ask you a question. Do do you find yourself to be an addicted personality that every time Bungie releases something, you have to play it immediately? I don't think they're gonna. Like, no, you, you have to. You have to play it immediately. I don't. See, my my problem is is my problem is is that Destiny. I didn't is, do
0: it for Osiris. I didn't
1: do it for War Mine. Destiny is blatantly wasting their time because there are other games. They're getting ready you along. To release. There, there are other games ready to release that are going to do what Destiny did because they're learning from Destiny. They've been watching them, and they know what's good, and they know what's bad. And when these games start to come out and start to compete with Destiny, they're going to have two options. Either they're going to have to wake the fuck up and actually do what a games-as-a-service is supposed to do, or they're going under. Well, they're never
0: going to go under. They're never going go to go under.
1: No, no. I'm not, I'm not. saying go under like go out of business. Go buy. No, no, no. I know but that. But com- competition is going to be so fierce well, that they're going to have an issue. Here, here's the thing. They know
0: exactly what they're doing because what's coming out in May, Avengers, the Avengers game, yeah. which is a straight up going to be a competitor for them because it's going to be a online service game that's a most like mid max type game. Right. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Right. And that comes out in May. Well. Next season starts. We have December, and then it's uh, December 10th, I believe is the next the season or 12th, whatever it is. The 10th, whatever. the 10th. So then we have December to January, January to February, February to March. Okay. So come come March to April. April, beginning of April, is when the next
1: season drops. Okay. Right, which is which is when the return of the gal comes out. Something or, big's to come or, out. They're gonna, they're gonna do something trials, because they know something else is coming out. Right. Trials, they trials, have to, they have it's to probably to, come to,
0: back out. Right. They have to bring something back. I just feel that I can't do it anymore. I just can't. I every time this time of the year, I did it in Destiny One when when the Dark Below came out. I was like, "What do you mean I have to reset all my gear? Right, all my exotics got resetted. I have to. I had to level them all up again." Okay, the next year after taking King, I was like, "What they, do you they, mean they, the they weapons are broke and I have to do they it again?" I don't
1: know how to create a meaningful game loop. Right.
0: Okay. Then Iron Banner it, came out it. and then there's a reset. Destiny 2 came out. They did something. And I'm just like, I I don't know if I can do it anymore. Like, I don't need everything. The only reason I stay up to it is because of this. Because of this podcast and because of the podcast I do on Monday night. I was literally thinking after I played the Undying Mind, I went, I don't know if I could do the next season. And if I can't do the next season, I might just tell Lono that I'm not gonna do it anymore. Because I just don't know what to do. If we're gonna just talk about Destiny all the time, and this is the same shit, it's the same shit. Happens all the, the time. It's it's always the same. Just like people listen to us and go, they're bitching about destiny again. We are doing what destiny does to us, right? We're just constantly dragging you along, talking about destiny and being upset about it. And they're just constantly dragging us along and telling, oh, it's going to be fine. Everything's going to be good. And then they disappoint us yet again. It's an abusive relationship. I'm being beaten, and I'm but, and I'm but, and I'm like okay don't you with want it.
1: But don't you want some type of progression? Of course. In the storyline, I something. want something. I want something. I want. I want them to respect – these are the two
0: things, intentionality and respect the player's time. On Monday night's podcast, we talk about the recluse and everything and the one Eye mask. I don't care about the one Eye mask because I don't play Titan, okay? But they're nerfing that. Recluse, they're, they're nerfing that, okay? I hate that they come out – and obviously they're going to come out with another weapon because they want everyone to go for that weapon because there's no other point to play the game now except to get this badass weapon, okay? And when one person gets that badass weapon and they start using it, and then other people see it. They're like, oh, you got to get this weapon, right? We are our own worst enemy because streamers, content creators, YouTube, whatever, see that you have to get this gun. And then everyone gets this gun. And when that percentage of players get that percentage of gun, like let's say it's like 40%, 50%. As soon as it breaks over that 50% mark, that's when they nerf it. It's OP, okay, until it's almost half the population gets it. And then they're like, let's nerf it, right? That's what they do. They've done it since day one with Galahorn. Right, everyone's trying to get Galahorn. You couldn't get it, and then all of a sudden Zerg sells Galahorn, and then Zerg sells Galahorn, and then they killed Galahorn. Right, then they blew up all of all our fucking weapons, and they bring it back, and they keep doing it. Pinnacle weapon. Here's a pinnacle weapon. Here's what it does. This is what it does. Oh, it's so good. You gotta get this SMG. Oh, you gotta get this scout rifle. Hundred guns in the game. You have to get this one gun, and then when you get this one gun, we're just gonna nerf it down to, into the ground like every other thing. You took 40 hours of your time. You took 80 hours of your time. You took eight months of your time to get this this weapon because you did it casually over the, the two hours a day or whatever. And the day you get it, that's the day we nerf it. They do not respect the player's time. I don't care what they say. Oh, look, they're listening to us. No, they don't need to listen to you. What they need to do is if you earn that gun, then you get that gun and you keep that gun. If you earn that that gear, then you get that gear. But exotics mean absolutely nothing because exotics are worse than actual or anything else, Okay. Pinnacle well, they're weapons. Not, they're not worse. They just, they have, they, they have hand lack, them out. They have lack
1: of meaning. They, right? they
0: hand them out like, like, when, pers- when participation.
1: Armor 2.0 released, listen, when Armor 2.0 released, okay, it made me look at the, what I had as far as gear pieces and made me think about what types of, of builds I could make. It did. But the problem with that is if I pick an exotic and I go, okay, I'm going to build around this exotic for this type of build. Which they've been doing. i have watching guys on, on YouTube do this, right? But I make this build for what? For what am I getting this build for? No reason. See, because they don't respect. This is the problem I right. have with it. There's no intentionality, and there's no
0: they don't respect your time.
1: That that's that's the whole thing. If you make an armor set now that it makes me want to build the set of armor, then where do I go with that armor? If all it does, if all it does is make me go through the content that I don't like already, go through it faster and the reward for going through it faster is nothing, then there's no reason to do the game loop. There's no reason for me to build the armor set. There's no reason for me to go right. for the gear, right? right? You're not letting me, you're not dropping gear that's over 59 or 58. I'm doing hardest level shit, and I'm getting gear drops at 54, 47. Like, if I'm doing top level gear, top level, or top level activities, top level gear should be dropping, right? Right. At least a the chance play, of it to they, yeah. they play this game, bro. They play this game. We, we can't let them have everything because there's be no reason for them to play. But there's no reason to, for me to play right now. You are not letting the me prob- farm for what you guys actually have in the game. The
0: problem is you leveled up too fast. The problem is you, you get the stuff too fast in the game. This is why I've always talked about my system because it slows the process down. But it gives you intentionality of what you're trying to do, and it respects your time. These guys don't respect your time. When a game comes along, doesn't matter who it is, whoever's down the road. If a game comes along, and you want to mid max or you want to do something, and they come out with DLC content, and you're ready to get that DLC content, and you can go play the next DLC content, and it makes it your easier to do certain things, and then you earn stuff in that DLC to get the next step of things, that's when it works. Not nerfing your gear, like you put something in the game, I get that, and it's fucking OP, that's on you. That's on you because you didn't test your game out to see if it was oh, broke. No, they
1: tested it. They don't. They test.
0: tested it. It had to be badass for right. you to go for no, it. No, no, I get it. But what I'm saying is if it's on you, if it's too OP, then leave it. I earned it. I went to go get it. The reason is it's not hard to get anything in this game. Nothing is hard to get. They hand out time. stuff. It's, it's just, just time. time. And that's all it comes down to. Behind the slot machine, okay, it's just time. And this is why exactly what I always said. In my system, if I put 10 hours in, it's attentionality, and I get what I want at the end of those 10 hours. If you want to play the way you want to play, and you want to do random stuff for 10 hours, you might get it in one hour, you might get it in 20 hours. If that's the way you choose to play, that's respecting the player's time. You want to do it that way, you do it that way. But if you want to do it this way, you do it this way. And when you earn it, you earn it. It's yours. You look at it. Destiny has lost their way. The very first game is, hey, I got this gun. Where did you get that gun? I did the Nightfall. I did the Vault of Glass. Right? I did the Vault of Glass. I did all this stuff. This is what I got. I look different. Everyone looks the same. The only difference is now now you have a shader. Oh, you want to look different? You got to pay to look different now, right? You got to pay to look different instead of just earning to look different, okay? People say that cosmetics don't don't matter, but they do they matter. Always they, they always matter. They always matter, mattered. right? There's just always. a... There's just a Everyone says that, all oh, Bungie will make it. They're the same. You're telling me it'll happen. I-, I always say this. Everyone's like, oh, it'll be better than Destiny 2. And already in Destiny 2, in the beginning of Destiny 2, year one, they're like, ah, it'll get better in D3. Holy Christ. It's like the grass is greener, always on the other side. Like, they walk through the desert, and they're like, no, nah, if we just go a little further, we'll get somewhere else. No, it's still desert. It's the same fucking desert I'd be walking through.
1: But once again, it, the 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 wasting of the potential is going to hurt them in the end because other games are is going to come out. It doesn't
0: matter because they already got games? your money. They strung you through it for seven I, I, I years. Got, I
1: got it. Listen, they have plenty of money, bro. We, I don't want to go through that part of the game part of the conversation again. They have plenty of money. What I'm saying is when other games start to come out and it starts to split the community up because people are tired of the same shit and they want to go try something new you're not going to have that you're not going to have that group of people to pull from anymore it's because just, somebody will try something else
0: yeah it's 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 just the season coming up i don't think it's going to have anything that what they showed me waiting 7 weeks to get for the undying mind what is the, okay so next season comes out take out vex vex offensive input whatever name here that's what it's going to be right hundred levels that's what you're going to get but, but one exotic sadness. that's what yeah. you're going
1: to get but but the sadness is is that they have so much history of their own of themselves to draw on right now it doesn't need to be that way right i don't understand uh, listen every activity doesn't have to have a full set of armor okay but the activities in that season all the drops within there should make a full set of things the guns, and the armor together. You know what I mean? Like, the three or four activities that happen during a season should all have drops that mean one thing. That's the reason why you have it. And then having all that armor lets you do the pinnacle stuff of that season. It's not hard to do. The game loop is not hard. I don't understand why they drag you through the mud in order for a game loop to be proper. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I think...
0: for ten bucks they should have just they should just add a, a small yeah, but you, little section. Well, I,
1: I'm not I'm not weighing out value for the goddamn DLC. I'm weighing out value of the time. I don't understand why you want nobody is going to fucking stop playing the game if they get what they want. Okay, they're going to get what they want and then they're going to want a reason to use what they got. Correct. What they have to do is give them a reason to use the gear. There is no reason. There isn't. The gear is the the gear is the end all thing. The gear is the end point. If I get the gun, I'm done with the gun. I don't need the gun anymore. This is what I have. I'm like, okay, so now you have the gun you've been looking for for four months. you got the gun and now you don't care. You don't the gun was it like that's the trophy on the wall never walking away like there's so many wasted weapons so it's okay to have armor listen it's okay to have a lot of guns in the game to make yourself feel better okay Borderlands got a lot of guns in it too. We're only using the same 25 Yeah, yeah I get you depending there. Depending on the build, depending on the build, you got they, 25, 30 guns that you're missing I, with. I, I'm just worried you about the season. You don't need to waste that many guns. I'm just worried about the
0: season. Like, is it worth the $10 to get the next season? It's $10. Oh, they, I get it's $10. They will, make
1: you believe, they will make you believe that it is. Yeah,
0: but I don't think it is. What I'm saying is what they showed us today or yesterday when it came out or two days ago, I don't think it's worth it. I don't think it's worth 100 levels because I can go up 100 levels regardless if I buy $10, right? I just don't get as much stuff to get from it, right? I'm paying cosmetics. That's what I'm paying for. My $10 is getting cosmetics. $10 and getting shitty weapons. Every gun in the Vex, myth, uh, in the Vex Offensive is a shitty weapon. There's no god— Well, one w- or two. If you get the good roll, one right, or two. Right, right. Great. And are you going to choose that weapon over another weapon you already have? No. Depends. No. I had to get the trophy, right? The only reason you're going to do it is because uh, one of the guns has— maybe it was an auto rifle, and this artifact that you got this time around needed auto rifles, and that's why you like using that weapon otherwise there was no reason there's no reason going forward now they're it's going to be solar stuff going forward next season is going to be solar stuff right so now not only are they taking the game that's this big now they're they're going oh you're focusing on solar next next uh, next season so that's what you're going to get right so if you like solar fantastic if you don't like solar see you on, see you on the next one when it's void or whatever the fuck it is all right that's 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 an issue Going from that to Avengers game. The Avengers game that I want to talk about is there was a... uh, Oh, God. Where is that? I have to get my uh, history here. Uh, Disney Slam. Next uh, road game. Believe. Game. Where is this? I can't find it now. Son of a... Let me go...
1: You think you think Bungie's happy with the fact that Destiny's a game you play in between other games? I don't know. I mean, that's not that's not really a good goal to have if you want an online game that you
0: want people to play all the time,
1: right? I, you play Destiny when you have nothing else to play. Like that, I think that that's their that's their sweet spot.
0: So so basically, they're the chips of video games. You're like, ah, I really don't want these type of chips, but uh, that's what I have, so I'll just pick, I'll just eat these, you know. All right, so the Avengers game, and the reason I'm bringing this up is they talked about, there was an interview with Scott Amos, uh, Atmos uh, uh, over in uh, one of the conferences over in Italy. So IGN Italy interviewed him, and they talked about uh, is it going to have depth, right, for most experienced players? And Scott says, sure, we want everyone to be able to get closer to the game since a large share of the public has approached us and uh, the Marvel Universe over the last few years, but also to allow the most demanding to study, that is the best way to build or play variations of heroes, lovers of MiG Maxing will get their stuff to get this, their, their teeth into. Okay. It also says, Will it be possible to change difficulty in the missions to adapt to various levels of experience? And Scott says, Of course, one can al- uh, also alter the difficulty level between missions and other different levels to, uh, of difficulty are va- available. And rising in rank and the rarity of the equipment obtained increases. That line says so much right there because we were just talking about destiny about respecting your time and having intentionality. That line captures both of those. Okay. You can choose the difficulty level that you want at any time. And when you do so, the availability of rising in rank and rarity of the equipment obtain increases. So if I'm looking for better gear, play harder content. If I get through that harder content, it might take me 40 minutes to get through that one board. Okay, but at the end of that, I get rewarded and I get higher gear. Okay, or I can play easy mode and I get gear is not as good. It's just a little bit stepped up. Okay? What's you practicing though? Whatever. Still respects your time, but time is and intentionality okay they respect your time and the intentionality it also says that you'll be able to play um so where is it uh alternate endings so there's a single player game right it's a single player game uh and and a co-op game so it's gonna be instances sort of like strikes or um you know raids or whatever if i'm if you're comparing it to a destiny right so there'll be alternate endings and yes and in any case, the credits will not be to the end, right? It will not be the end of the game. The content will be uh, published in, in months following and launch and continue to expand the experience. So there's going to be alternate endings for you. So let's say you're playing the Hulk and you choose a certain way and something bad happens in your game. And then I'm playing the Hulk and I choose a different path and something good happens in my game or something awkward happens in my game. When you come to my game, Okay. You're in my
1: timeline. You're in my timeline. I think you would
0: be in my timeline. (laughs) So you would see the good thing happen. And if I go to yours, I see the bad thing happen. But again, each character plus each story is different. Right. So it sounds very ambitious, though, bro. Think about that. Right. Okay. Very ambitious. And then when the next content comes out a month from now or two months or three months from now, it has to be continuation from that point. Continuation from your point from that character that you chose to do whatever. Okay. Now, what I like about this is that there's mid-maxing and stuff like that. They, they already said there's mid-maxing. They already said that the difficulty rating is, is, is based on what you want to do, and the rewards will come based on what you want to play. The story is good. The co-op. So you can't have two Hulks. This is official now. You can't have two Hulks we on the about same this. board, right? We about right. about That would be the only way it could work, right, okay? So you can't have two Hulks, two Iron Man. It's I'm Iron Man, you're Hulk, we're in your game, we're in my game, whatever it is. So if you come into my game and I'm like, I'm using the Iron Man, you're like, all right, I'm going to use Hulk and level up my Hulk in your game, right? That's the way it's going to be, and that's the way it should be, right? Right, correct. So you don't have the same, like, oh, all four Hulks, right? Yeah, it, right. it just looks stupid. So <clears throat> there's a lot that's going on here. It says, okay. So Marvel Avengers has a very interesting potential on the side of the component and allows to take an extra step compared to other games in the genre and certainly the multiplayer mode. If, it's, if the possibilities of customization of the heroes will allow to respect a very greatly and composition of the teams communicating to the players and feeling of having to create their own Avengers when the next title of Crystal Dynamics, which for some time seems to be the next uh, experiment in something other than the Tomb Raider saga could hold more than one surprise. Uh, the hope is that the developer will not be indulged in certain liken- like- likeness uh, of the game as a service and have the witness of a recent months. The limited number of heroes to the begin will, uh, with his find, which will be six, provide that each of these can count as significant of depth, thus avoiding to users need to wait for some updates, too many, you know what I mean? So if you're – there's six characters – Let's say there's 20 levels each. Maybe maybe your max character is only 20 at this point.
1: No, I I get that, but it's a lot of of variations to do alternate endings for each character. It's very ambitious. I applaud them for trying to do that. That would be like saying trying to do a Mass Effect inside of a Destiny. That's basically what you're saying. Right,
0: when also you're also taking... Destiny has three characters.
1: This is going to be six characters. And let's say
0: you only go up 20 levels for each character. You're looking to do the story, get up max level and then do the next character. So hopefully there's enough characters for if you want to play like a Destiny every day, multiple hours a day. Right. You would have enough to, once you level up your character, then you're looking for the mid-maxing gear that you want. Then you go to the next character and beat the story, do the same thing, whatever. Over and over. Right. It'll be different all the time because it's different characters, different...
1: They actually play different. Right. They don't play so similar. Once again, very, it's, listen, very ambitious. They say every three <clears throat> months there's going to be content coming out. Yeah, well, I, I am not going to believe that because in order to make a a, a cutscene, in order to make a level, in order to make the actors say what they have to say to make the difference between one scene and another scene, I don't I don't expect to see it every three months. They, it's, it's, a, it's an unrealistic goal. If they it's do it, unrealistic it's goal. not though. You could do it every six months. No, no, listen, maybe once a year. So I'll if, give
0: them. I, I've always complained about Destiny. If they know what the content is that they're putting out and they do pre-production in film industry. You know ahead of time what you're doing, and you film it, and you pre-production everything, and you, and you, you make sure everything's in because line. Because you have a storyboard.
1: Because you have a storyboard, and, and you know what you're going to yeah, do. We know that Destiny so doesn't have that. right yeah. now,
0: let's say they're finishing out the game as far as game design side. As far as actors side, that shit's done, right? Cut scenes and stuff are done. And if it's done correctly, and they did pre-production, and they said, okay, Iron Man, okay, we're going to have five different endings, okay? Show some emotion. Because they only capture the people in the, in, the, in the theater for certain periods of time, right? And they go, show us anger because at this time, uh, this person got killed. Okay, great. Now I'll do it again because this person got killed. Okay, great. Now it's happy ending. Now you do this. And they capture all of this now before it comes out. A year from now, right? The game comes out in six months. And then a year from now, let's say the DLC comes out, right? That DLC has already been filmed. That cutscenes and stuff for good, bad, angry, sad got have you. all been filmed. So they go okay. So basically, you're playing the game like a comic book. Yes, that's what they're trying to do, right? So they already know the outcome. Going okay, if a person plays Iron Man and he does the ending one, here's the cutscene for ending one. Okay, if you play Iron Man, you do a cutscene ending two. Great. Now the season two comes out, or the 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 DLC comes out. A continuation they've, from there. They've already they've already established. Okay, great. This is what happened when the game ended in this scenario, and this is the continuation of this, show me this, alright, and they do those scenes, okay, if they can, this is Marvel, right this is Marvel, this is Disney, this is not gotta keep your lights on Bungie, this is Disney and Marvel, okay, that have an endless supply of stuff that they can pull from, okay and if they're they've made fucking 23 films, okay, they know what their story plots are ahead of time, going, Well, this movie is going to connect with this one, and this thing is going to be in here, and this is going to be in there. And Kevin Feige is amazing when he does that. I guarantee you, the, the attention to detail that Marvel is going to be doing with this type of game will be just as good. And if they don't, that ball is dropped, like Bungie did with this activity. Imagine, though, if they can pre pro pre-pro ahead of time, going, Okay three different endings, two different endings, whatever it is, and every time a DLC comes out, they've already filmed it. They already filmed the stuff. The gaming aspect of it, they have to implement going, "Okay, you're playing through this section." They're 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 still making that stuff, but if they do it correctly, like an actual company should, they already know what's coming down the down the pike. They already know what's coming down the pike. All the gaming company has to do is insert the in between the cutscenes, right? Cutscenes are cutscenes. They can film those and put them in wherever they need to put them in. But the the game in between is what they have to tweak and what they have to pump out and what they have to create and do. And if they know what they're doing, they have this story. I'm like, okay, great. We have a team working on this story. We have a team working on that story. We have a team working on this story. Right now, there should be multiple teams working on multiple stories, including the main campaign that comes out in, in May, right? If they're doing it correctly. I hope they're not going, well, we'll just work on this one story. We'll see what happens from there. Right, they should have at least one year planned out and ready to go. You would think. You would. You would hope.
1: No, right. You would hope. Unless listen, it, listen. It's very listen. I, I I maintain positivity for people that want to push the envelope for that type of game because Destiny did it really well in the beginning, got everyone hooked up, but it has it keeps dropping the ball. Doesn't doesn't follow through with their actual storyboard of what is happening with their characters. Okay. They keep bouncing them they around. They don't know. There's no closure. They didn't they don't, I, don't, I don't think they do know. There's, there's no there's, closure. There's no pre-pro. Right? There, there's no closure. So with the Marvel Universe, you know, what, what happens instead of there being different planets like there is for Destiny – What happens if it's different storylines? Like you go to this place and this is one of the storylines. Right. Different continents, different continents, different things. You're on the storyboard for this type of character for this area. Not that it's one continuous world and different zones. We don't know how they're going to do that. Right. We don't know yet.
0: We saw some footage of like the United States and we saw Europe and stuff like that. You can click and when you click on, there's certain activities in in certain areas. Well,
1: right. If I pick a certain character, maybe I start on the other side of the planet. Like I'm on, that's my home zone. And instead of your home zone being over here. Right. Like you know, we don't know, right? But the the possibilities are exciting because they have seen oh, yeah. multiple games like Destiny come and go. How cool! Warframe, Destiny, uh, right. Defiance, Division One and Two, like how cool? You, you've seen it. Like they put Spider-Man
0: in, and Spider-Man's story, he's in New York, and then Wolverine, he's in Canada, right? He starts in Canada, and every time they come out with these different expansions, they add a new world, and a new thing. And it expands the world. So now you can play Iron Man in New York. And now you can play Iron Man in in, in uh in Canada. And you can play Iron Man in whatever new sections that they bring. So every time they drop a new thing, it has a new location, has new
1: characters, has new story missions for those people. A new villain. Right. A new villain as baddies that you have to fight. Exactly. You know, what if what if the levels one through twenty, you're fighting a specific type of guys, and at the end of your max level, you fight the villain for that storyboard? Whatever. And you don't know. The potential could be the potential could be really good. And I trust in more in
0: Marvel than I do in original stories from a game company that doesn't know what they're doing and just drags you along for seven years. Okay. Marvel has content, Marvel has comic books. They have 85 years of, of, of stuff to pull from, right? Speaking of uh, pulling from in the extended universe and stuff like that, I played Jedi Fallen Order. I want to talk about this a little bit, right? Jedi Fallen Order, it's Star Wars. Jedi, colon, the Fallen Order, or Fallen Order, okay? <clears throat> it's not Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. It's Star Wars Jedi, colon, Fallen Order, meaning there might be sequels and DLC or whatever down the line is what I gather from that title, right? open Kind of, they left themselves open. Uh, I'm going to give you some pros and cons, right? The cons of this game are camera problems, okay? It freezes. I play on the Xbox One S. Uh, the cameras when you're in tight quarters when you're fighting sometimes it gets stuck on things and you can't you can't and you get a little aggravated. The map, the map when you bring it up sometimes it gets stuck. And the the stuff in the foreground blocks the map and then if you're in a wide open space just looking at the map, they I like it because honestly the way they've done the map is the way I visualize stuff in my head all the time like a three D type of map because I like Destiny the way the map is in in um in Jedi Fallen Order, is the way I feel like they develop Destiny's, like when you do a jumping puzzle and stuff like that, it's like you see it how it's laid out in the computer. and That's how it is in this. I liked it, but it was a little hard to get used to. I can see why a lot of people don't like it. It's a pro and con for me, right, for the map. The fighting, okay, is a pro and con as well. Like sometimes the combat it feels super good, and then other times you're like, I was blocking. I was blocking. I know I was blocking. You know what I mean? And it, And it doesn't do it. Worst part about the whole game, load times. The load times between, if you fall off the edge of the map, it's instantaneous, you come back, right? There's no load time. But if something kills you in the world, there's a somewhere between a 20 to 40 to 60 second black screen. Just a black screen with a little Jedi logo in the corner, okay? And it's just like, what is happening right now? Like, I died two feet from the spawn point. Like, why is it taking so long for me to, like, if I died maybe, you know, three levels down the road away from the checkpoint, cool, right? That's the last time I saved, so it has to, like, kind of reverse back to does
1: it. it. Does it feel like the graphic intensity of the game might be something that they had probably were holding on to for the next system release but decided to come out with it early?
0: No, I think the system, I think it looks it looks great, right? They do the Unreal Engine, right? And it looks good. It has times where it freezes and stuff when you're running too fast through the thing. Like, if you're fighting the guys, but if right now I have nobody on the board because I killed everybody, so I'm just running through. It freezes more than it did when I had nobody on the board or when I had people on the board because you're slowly walking up. You're fighting. It, right, can, whereas it now you're running up. around. Right. Now right. it's like a wide open area where I'm running around. Um, the AI, the AI sometimes gets stuck as far as like they won't crash, uh, uh, pass through the threshold of the doorways. Sometimes you can cheese like people, right? If it's too intense for you, like back up into the doorway. You
1: know, you know, A AI thing always seems to I I always get a little hung up on the AI things about video games because I know they can make AI hard, you know, like realistic AI. Right. And when they and when they make these half ass codes for how AI guys behave, I always get a little upset. I'm like, I know what you guys can do. I've seen it. I've seen what proper AI programming is. Yeah. Like it's challenging and it, it, it makes you feel like you, you, you're you gonna die no matter what you right. gotta figure out how to get through it sometimes so when it was so when it cheeses like that i always get a little upset i'm like come on
0: guys really yeah it, it does that every once in a while I, and sometimes they just give up sometimes they i guess you walk out of their area of effect and then all of a sudden they just turn around their backs towards you and kind of
1: like walk away the, the aggro the aggro circle that they yeah have. it's, their, it's, their it's kind of weird area. yeah
0: um and then here's a pro right EA didn't put microtransactions in this respawn didn't charge any microtransactions in it and everything in the game you get to earn. So like you can customize your lightsaber and it has all these bits and pieces that you can customize for. You can change the blade. You can change the, the hilt. You can change the, the sleeve, the trigger, your outfit can change. You have multiple outfits, like a 30 different outfits. The sad part is the outfits are all cosmetic, right? And they're all like ponchos. There's like 30 ponchos and like two other outfits okay and i was just like really like i get it great you're giving us you're giving us stuff right but you gave us 30 ponchos and two outfits right two other under poncho outfits like an orange and a brown and then you gave us poncho with brown and then light brown and then dark brown and then black and then red and then with red with a stripe and then a... and i'm just like okay great for the collectibles going around i collected all of them fantastic you can customize your your robot bd he's got all these different skins um, uh, the ship, the Mantis has all these different skins, but there was nothing there. It was like, great. I can collect it, but you really don't need to collect any of it. Right. Um, the game itself, pros fighting level design. I thought the level design was great. I, a lot of people don't like the level design, but I'm assuming those people have never played old fashioned games. Like this is an old school game. This reminds me of like a Metroid or yeah, Castlevania. Yes
1: or Super Castlevania, right. Super Metroid. Right.
0: It just feels it just feels good. I loved it. Every single bit of it. But one I loved it because it was Star Wars, right? I've always said, Uncharted, make it Star Wars, sold. Right? Destiny, make it Star Wars, sold. Right? Like I'm I'm just a Star Wars fan and if you can make a good game, and this is Uncharted, this is Dark Souls, this is Tomb Raider, this is Metro, this is God of War, this is Sekiro. It's all of these things, it's pulled from all of these games, but it masters none of them, right? It's just it's just there. Like they do things good, but they don't do them well, right? Like the puzzles, they're good. But they're not Tomb Raider good, right? Dark Souls, it takes the combat from. It's good, but it's not Dark Souls good, right? It's 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 uncharted story, but not not as good as, right? Now the story is good in this, right? I, I liked it. I thought it was really good. Story was good, exploration's fant- fantastic. The the um the um, the level, the verticality, the verticality in the game is fantastic. Like you're like, where am I supposed to go? There's like times you're like, run. You have to jump and run on a wall, and then you run on another wall, and then you're kind of like blind. You have to just
1: jump and leap, and then grab a, grab a swing, and then swing right, across. But it takes time to it takes time to figure out the level. It's yes. not just a automatic. You know where well, there, to go. There are times that you do it, and you're like, whoa,
0: I, I didn't know that, but cool. you know what I mean. It's 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 a lot of fun. Voice acting top notch. I thought the voice acting. The main actor that plays Cal, he plays, uh, I forget the guy, the actor's name, but uh, he plays Joker in Gotham, and I thought he was great in, in Gotham City, uh, the show. I didn't like him for this character, but he did a good job with this character. Like, I just feel like Cassid, I don't like his look for this guy, but at the same time, I think the rest of the cast is great. I think. He, he did a great job. I don't want to say that he didn't do a good job. I just don't like his face. I don't like his face on the character. I feel like his facial features and the way he did certain things was like, uh, I, I would have got someone better. But he did a, phen- a phenomenal job. I thought it was great. Um, character arc in the game was, was fantastic. The robot in the game, BD, BD1, best robot ever in all of Star Wars. Favorite droid ever. It's so – like, you look at R2, and he's got the rotating head, right? And it, beep, 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 he, he's got a motion, right? And he, he barely moves, okay? This little thing is more articulate. He's got no arms. He's got His arms are his legs, right? And it's just a head. He almost looks like the droid, the little robot that you used to have with Nintendo, and you, you, you kind of just – you know Robbie the robot? Robbie the robot. That's what it is. He kind of – his head looks like that. Or he also looks like Short Circuit, like Johnny Five, right? Like, he looks a little bit like that. The the parts that he has in this game, his his what he does, he opens doors for you, opens chests, he opens things. There's parts that he what he does in the in the story mode, you're like, oh my god, badass moments. Favorite favorite thing. Customization's cool. The the lightsaber, it's a big deal, but it's also a small deal. A lot of people look at it and go, uh, ah, big whoop, right? But it's really a good idea. It's a really cool idea that I can customize my lightsaber how I want it to look. I think that. You're was. you're a good. Jedi, you should right. And I thought it was fantastic. Can you now, do
1: can you can do a double blade if you want a double blade? Yes, there's
0: double blade in the game. Um, there's dual wielding, but you can't dual wield on command. It's like a special, right? So, but you have the you have the, the this um, the single. You have a double. Uh, you can change the colors and stuff like that. It's fantastic. Lots of collectibles. The skill tree is nice. I like the skill tree, but there's a lot of perks in there. You're like. eh. I would have done something different. Like, I would have loved someone. The Brain came into my channel the other day and was like, hey, I heard if you if you put all the same stuff on your lightsaber, like the same names, it gives you a bonus. And I was like, no. No, it doesn't. I would love if it did that. Like, if it did that, that would be the next step. That'd be called
1: specialization, right. That would be called specialization. Right. That would
0: be something cool if they did that. The uh, hardpoint save system in this, where you hit a checkpoint and you had couple options when you just you went there you could do your skill tree that's the only time you put skills in your in your in your tree you could re-rest which would reset your health but it also reset the board meaning if you killed a whole bunch of
1: people and you hit reset those people are coming back and then you get to, to fight them again so basically you have to learn how to fight people better in order to get down to the boss with a better health correct without without doing stuff um I think we just lost Sarge he just
0: froze there for a second Oh boy, I'm gonna call him back real fast. Ba, 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 ba. All right, we 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 went over our time anyway, but uh, we're
1: I'm still yeah. talking. Breaker, breaker one nine, breaker one okay. nine. so all right, so so don't you have a force heal though? You you have a stem. okay. So your robot gives you stem packs,
0: like stem heals. He shoots yeah. them out. You start with one, and you have to find cases throughout the
1: game to get more STEM. Are, are, they, are they one and done? Once you use it, you don't get like a replenishment yeah, so, for that? Yeah,
0: so you only replenish when you go to the save point. Gotcha. Okay, it replenishes everything, your health and your STEM packs. But it resets all the players, all the, all the AI. Right,
1: so you basically you have to learn to be better in combat in order not to use as many health things. I got you. Right.
0: And then you can find more health stuff, and then you find echoes that are collectibles and also lore And then they also help you with, like, health increase or force increase and stuff like that. So you can change the difficulty at any time, which is cool. I thought the pacing of the game was really good. Um, The game makes you feel like a Padawan. It makes you feel like a Jedi. So, like, not only is Cal going through the story and, like, developing as a Jedi throughout the the story, but you, as the player playing him, start to learn better and feel better when you're – playing as him you know what i'm saying like you feel like do do you you, are you do you have access to all the force powers all the
1: time or do you have to pick a select number of force powers you
0: you can you can unlock everything right like you could literally sit there and just farm people if you wanted to like in one section like just reset farm them reset farm them um but you unlock abilities to make them stronger like you unlock force pull you unlock force push you unlock stuff otherwise just basic stuff right like you can freeze people but you can't pull them or you can't push them you learn this as you unlock skills. Um, the soundtrack is phenomenal. Soundtrack is phenomenal. Uh, there's little Easter eggs in the thing. The, the, it, it takes place after the after episode three, so after the Clone Wars, okay, but before episode four, okay? So there's a lot of stuff in this game that potentially, I don't want to, no spoilers, but basically the story. Yeah, don't tell me. Yeah, you know, the basically the story has implications of what happens in the Star Wars universe that you know. Right, which is cool, um, and then uh, yeah, that's it. I I I really like this game. I I I want to go in as I hated it because it's EA. I wanted to hate. No, it because it's they,
1: EA. they no, because they made a game and sold the game.
0: Well, no, no, that's what that's what I said. I said to them, I said, "Respawn made a game. I bought the game. They sold the game. It's fantastic, right? I'm waiting for DLC. I'm waiting for sequel. There was parts in this that I feel like they dropped." like halfway through development, like there's a part in the game where you, you bring a person on your ship with you. They, they join your crew. Okay. And it reminded me of mass effect, but what the time that had happened, I was like, really, this is pretty late in the late in the game that for this to happen. And there wasn't really much of more than that. Right. They joined.
1: I, I, I respect the fact that they finally released the game to make a game and sell a game to win back a little bit more favor because EA took a lot of flack. But I, for a game for a game to just show up and no one talked about it at all except for six months or eight months before it came out is weird to me.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't like EA, but I like Respawn, and Respawn has never made a bad game. Never. No, I understand no, I understand, that, you understand what I'm coming from, no, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: If you were going to release a Star Wars game at, on any level— <laughs> There would have been marketing or something that would have been talked about it long before this game came out. Well, It, it, it would seem like that, that they kept it under wraps or something was going on and all wasn't it, it on you. Yeah, they don't want yeah. it to
0: do good. Yeah. No, I I, I feel like if you... I, I feel more games like this. I played multiple games this year. They didn't all come out this year, but my favorite games this year were single-player God of War. Okay? Spider-Man. Jedi Fallen Order. And I haven't finished Outer Worlds yet, but Outer Worlds. All single-player games all phenomenal. All of them phenomenal. Hell, Gears 5 great game. Yeah, but no one wants single player games bro. Everyone wants single player games. I, I think I might stop playing multiplayer games because they, they're all unfinished. Single player games are finished and this game felt so good and what pissed me off about this Sarge is I watched The Mandalorian and now I played this and now they're two for two in my book right? There's been shitting on Star Wars this whole entire time And we're not going to get into that conversation. I'm just bringing it up. Like, they've been shitting on Star Wars the entire time. And then all of a sudden, Mandalorian comes out. And you're like, fucking yeah, they can do it right. Right? They can make an actual Star Wars thing. And this game comes out. And they fucked up. I enjoy Battlefield or Battlefront 1 and 2. But it took a long time for them to get them correct. They made this game. And it's, it's a good game. Like, I feel like I'm back in, like, 1999. Okay? And I bought a game. And I, I, I play a game. Like, I feel like this is such a good time right now. And I would feel so shitty if EA's like, you know what? Sales were down. We just didn't want to make it. Like, fine. Make all the games that you want with the microtransactions and the live service games. But give us this game once a year, once every two years, whatever the fuck it is, that one single player game. Take a hit. Okay? They're not, t- they're not taking a
1: hit, bro. I know they're not. They're not, t- they're not taking they're not. a hit. What I'm
0: saying is, Suck up and make a single-player game every two years like this because this will win people back, okay? I I, I can't wait. Respawn, I'm like, I'm like, when when's the DLC? When's the DLC? When, when's the sequel?
1: You you you're going to wait. You're going to have time now, man. The next game you're going to play is probably going to be Cyberpunk. Uh, The next game I, I – what do you mean? That like comes the ne- out? The next game that you are actually sink your teeth into is going to be Cyberpunk.
0: Well, I'm going to play the tube Raider, the, the one that's been out for like a year and a half.
1: No, I know that, but I'm talking about oh, new, like new games. games. Yeah. New game. Yeah. Cyberpunk.
0: Yeah. Cyberpunk and then probably uh, Marvel when it comes out in May.
1: Yeah. Well, you yeah, know it, what? It's
0: April, May. So, Yep. Yeah. And that's it. That's the uh, episode, Generation X Gaming Weekly Podcast. It goes over a few of the top stories of the past week, and we rant along the way. Episode 193 is in the can. If you want to listen to us, make sure you go to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Anchor.fm. Make sure you share, like, and subscribe over on YouTube when these go live. Make sure you do a review on any of the audio formats that you're listening, and if you'd like to support this podcast in any way, shape, or form, you can go to Anchor.fm uh, and hit that support button for as little as 99 cents a month. We do four episodes, okay, and you can give, which is I think is a, a damn good deal considering Bungie charges $10, okay, for, for Stadia and everyone else charges a whole bunch of money. For 99 cents, you get at least minimum two to three episodes guaranteed a month, okay, for the year. Uh, And you can go up as as far as $10. Everything that goes goes back into the show, meaning microphones, headphones, whatever. It all goes back into the show uh, so we can keep doing what we're doing. Uh, We've done 193 episodes. Next week, we are off. It's Thanksgiving, so we don't see you. Make sure you follow Sergeant Sergeant McCluskey. Make sure you follow me at 30 and Still Gaming. And if we don't see you, we'll see you on the next one in two weeks in December. So you guys have a good one. Take care.
1: Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Take care.
0: Brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. combine they have over 65 years experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.